Hello, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> friends and neighbors. <laughs> what a way to start the episode. It is Monster Eat the Pilot, the podcast hosted by me, Brandon. It is Wednesday, so it is a special edition of the podcast. I have here today one of my oldest and truest friends. I think, what, Little League is how far we go back. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. High school, lost, all that fun stuff. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. Not sure. Flying by the seat of our fucking pants, you know. Uh, it's my good friend, Jacob Leandra Emmons. How we doing, Jake? <laughs> I am doing so excellent. <laughs> I am falling right back in love with you, watching your podcast voice right now. Ah, I know. Your intro, yeah. just your whole energy right now. Is just pretty wonderful. Just amazing. That's the thing. Is like since I started the podcast, I now have raging confidence, and I think you can see my raging confidence right now. I can feel your raging confidence. <laughs> oh, so how are you doing, man? I'm doing really well. Good. I just slept 12 hours last night, which isn't something I normally do. Yeah. I uh, I was telling you earlier how I'm trying to drink less alcohol. Yeah. Specifically alcohol, mm. uh, not all liquids. I. Uh, <laughs> Took an edible, which I normally don't do very often. Yeah. Uh, Marta, my my lovely girlfriend. Yeah. Who's been mentioned uh, multiple times on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So mostly th- in terms of watching The Rock with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's really good at watching The Rock with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, she is. Uh, Future episode. So I I thought this was going to be a long night, right? Mm-hmm. So I take this edible, ten milligrams, which is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to party. She's ready to go to bed 15 minutes later. I'm like, well, I better take some melatonin because I'm going to be wired from this edible. Yeah. I woke up 12 hours later. It's light outside. I am still confused <laughs> right now. Uh, that's, it was, a, that's a Jacob story if I've ever heard one. Yeah, yeah. It's Actually, not, not an exciting that, story, but it is something that happened. Like, thinking about stuff I wanted to talk to you about for the show this whole since uh, you agreed to come on last week. Um, that literally reminded me of one of the stories. Really? Was that, uh, I can't remember what we were doing in Columbus. But me and you, we had like a hotel up here. And we met Aaron Brown, Lady Aaron. Yeah. Um, up here and her friends in like the short north. I can tell you what we were doing. Yeah. We were going to a beer festival. No, this is a different time. Oh, uh, with this, Lady Erin? Yeah, yeah, because there was one night where I met up with Lady Erin whenever oh. you got way too drunk at the beer festival yeah. and got into the front seat of the Uber. Well, that's the story right I myself. wasn't wanting to be told, so it, yeah. I brought it up anyway. Yeah, So the uh, but this one was we met her in the short north with her and her friends, and I don't know, we were all just hanging out, and she's like, oh, and then we go and got pizza mm-hmm. uh, by the Kroger there on like 7th or whatever. Forgetto, yeah. Yeah, Kroger. Who can forget? Uh, yeah, um... And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back to our place, which was, like, basically right down the street. And they told me, like, oh, we're going back. You know, we got beers at the house. And they told you that we're going to go back and smoke or whatever. So we get there. And immediately Aaron and her friend Amber immediately go get in her pajamas and say, we're going to bed. And get in the bed. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, did we just, like, creepily follow them back I am to their apartment? I am so ready to party. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, that's and the same I'm thing. now I'm at a stranger's house right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, did we – were we creeps and like followed <laughs> yeah. them back and then we get into the uh, uber and i thought like i like forced jake to go to this place even though we weren't supposed to or whatever and i get him like we were supposed to, like they said we we're going back to the party right and he's like and you were just like yeah yeah they told us we're going back and do this i was like oh shit so i don't know what happened that night you saying uh marta immediately tapping out reminding me of that story immediately yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i still cannot remember what the reason was but i do remember the beer fest because i yeah. remember we went to 
what's that fucking place with frogs in its name? Not Senior Frogs. Oh, my buddy Robbie used Froggy to Froggy McGee's. Yeah. I can't remember where. I just remember getting into an Uber and arriving at the restaurant or whatever. And I just remember you puked the entire time at the restaurant. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I made it to the I made it to the bathroom. Oh, you know, both times, yeah. Both times. Yeah, I just remember was... you sit down and you just like have your hand to your mouth. And you, yeah. You just keep like doing uh, that thing with your like cheeks where I'm like, this coming again. I'm like, go to the fucking bathroom. Still the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah. I can't even watch a movie when somebody's acting like they're going to be uh, sick from drinking too much. Yeah. It's... Uh, Awful, awful feeling. Yeah, yeah. What made you decide though to kind of cut back on the drinking though? I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm not tolerating the alcohol as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, sleep is now important to me, as you can tell, since yeah. I get 12 hours of it. Yeah. Uh, just not tolerating it as well as I used to. As simple as that. I still love to drink. I yeah. still, I still love some wine in my life. But uh, it's no longer fun to drink five or six drinks. It's much more fun to drink two or three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, I've been out of it for over two years now, so. <laughs> yeah. Has it been two years? Yeah, it's been. In fact, I don't have the day since calendar in front of me. It's been. What's the date today? The 17th? Uh, so sure. we're coming up on about 27 months. Oh, really? Yeah, it was August of 2020. Was... What do you miss the most about drinking? camaraderie i'd say yeah. like kind of going out and just kind of shooting shit with random people sometimes you know kind of that stuff it's not right. so much like oh i missed the taste of pacifico or i missed the taste of something or right you know there's some nights where i miss like the idea of it like where i come home it's been a long day at work it's snowing outside i could put on my fucking dean martin record i don't think i have a dean martin record weird example since i don't have one <laughs> and like pour myself a glass of like because i still have liquor I still have plenty of it. I you know, pour myself a glass of scotch and just sit here and sip on it while I'm listening to records one night. Right. I miss that idea more than the actual drinking itself. Right. I don't miss the taste of scotch. I don't miss the taste of beer or anything like that. Yeah. Definitely don't miss disgusting. the way half the time I felt about myself during that time either. So. Right. Uh, yeah, so it makes it, – it, it all evens out. But, yeah, the, I say the thing I miss the most is definitely going out. And, like, also that feeling of comfort when I'm out because, uh, once again, I got Justin here doing the sound, so he'll be referenced multiple times. And yeah. like as if he's going to answer, even though he doesn't have a mic. Um, once again, thank you, J. Bell, for doing this. Yeah, he gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> um, no, there's like times where I'll have to skip certain events because I've talked about it on the podcast multiple times of like getting sobriety anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like um, certain shows, like best, especially like hard rock shows. Like uh, I missed the Fucked Up show, which was a show I really wanted to go to because they were playing my favorite album by them. They were just playing just that album. And I was, like, all excited about it for, like, months. And then it got to the day. And then I just kept pushing stuff off. And I think subconsciously it was because I was, like, it's going to be in a bar. It's going to be me by myself. It's going to be, you know. Now, how far into your sobriety was this? This was just this past summer. I still have oh, issues. Oh, so I still it's have still issues. issues. Okay. Yeah, still some issues. Like, um, I think the first time I went to a show was whenever you went with me to drive by truckers, like, last November. Oh, okay. That yeah. was your first concert. That was my first concert since sobriety. Right. Yeah, and then um, – and that's the whole reason I went with – that's why I had somebody go with me. It was just to make right. sure everything was good. Because it was like a week or two before Idols played, the same venue, and that was the same thing. I got really anxious about the whole thing. Oh, okay. And then my buddy Nick uh, from Bear Burger was supposed to go to that show. And then he says, I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. I'm like, fuck. And that gave me more anxiety because I'm like, I don't want to know if I can go by myself. Right. And then I came home, and then like I kind of – I don't know. I was just like kind of frustrated myself not being able to go through with it. 
So I put my phone away, and then like 9.30, I checked my phone. He went to the show. Oh, nice. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> I like Nick. He's a good guy. Good guy, great guy, wonderful guy. Yeah. You don't you don't listen to the podcast. You don't understand what that means. I <laughs> don't even know what a podcast is, actually. Oh, yeah. I think this is the radio, correct? Basically. That's how I like to think of it. It's like basically talk radio. Everybody's right. got one now, though. That's the yeah. issue. A whole bunch of no-talent ass clowns did you like think about, myself. <laughs> did you think about getting yourself an AM station instead of this podcast? <laughs> I feel I'd like know, that would have been more effective. I think I'd have one listener, and it'd be Lauren Keller. I think he would definitely <laughs> be listening to me on AM radio. Oh, he, he likes old shit. <laughs> yeah, he you would love probably it. get rock hard, yeah, the he, idea <laughs> of you having an AM station. <laughs> rock hard Lauren Keller. <laughs> That's one of his nicknames I did not use for his introduction He's was like, rock oh, hard Lauren Keller. I can throw Keller. away this smartphone that I was forced to buy and just go back to radio. <laughs> yeah. Have a handheld. Yeah. Just walking around with a Walkman in his pocket listening how, to AM radio. Do you think that's how he listens to podcasts? Do you think he somehow transcribes it into a Walkman? I don't know. I've never actually asked him how he listens. Cause, yeah, cause, I like to imagine he has some type of contraption. Yeah, he has some contraption where it's like where he's like still got like his phone plugged in, but yeah. it's so elaborate that he you know, it's like almost like he doesn't. Like, you know, he has like some it's coming through his radio it's or something. It's coming like through that. the radio, yeah. So he's thinking like, Oh man, I've got it all set up where it looks like I'm so old timey. Right. He's such a goddamn hipster. Yeah. <laughs> he 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 really is. <laughs> Uh, born well, the wrong century. Yep. If you, you really could say was. that about anybody. Well, born in the wrong half the century. I think if he was born in 1920, he probably would have been Humphrey Bogart. That's probably, the sweet he, spot. He, yeah, he would have been like he would have been a movie star. Is he the guy that pissed in jars? No, that's Howard Hughes. Okay. Yeah. Humphrey same. Bogart is an actor. He's an actor. Okay. Same person in my <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah. Same person. Probably, I just yeah. know old actors as. Uh, People that drank a lot in piston jars yeah. in the 1920s. <laughs> yeah, Howard Hughes was what he's inventor, director, all that. I think he was a director. I don't know, but he made planes as well. He was just he was Elon Musk of his time, probably. So where did the peeing in jars come from? Because that's literally all I know about this man. I think he was just he was just kind of where did it come from? Just, I'd have to look into why exactly he started yeah. pissing in jars. I'd have to watch the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Because he plays him in the the Aviator is Howard Hughes. Is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I've watched that movie like twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's based that's all on Howard Hughes. But I don't know why I, I he he was definitely eccentric. He was just kind of this person who was probably too smart for his own good. I guess you know how some I'm people sure. who are just so smart just kind of get so odd because well, yeah. they just can't I, comprehend Einstein other people. Didn't comb his hair. I mean, yeah. that's pretty weird. <laughs> You see his goddamn He's too stash. Too smart. Yeah. Yeah. Too smart to comb his own damn hair. Yeah. Uh, bunch of normies comb their hair. Yeah. Like me, I comb my hair because I'm just I'm dumb. That's the problem. <laughs> just too dumb to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm too dumb not to comb my hair. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the more you comb your hair, the dumber you are. Yeah. Oh shit. Howard Hughes. I never would have thought Howard Hughes was gonna be brought up today. What's your favorite old movie? Ooh. Are you a Casablanca guy? I do love Casablanca. It's an amazing Here, movie, right? Here's looking at you, kid, is one of my favorite lines. Ever. Yeah. I, I love that line so much. It's, an, it's a yeah, good one. It's, oh, that I always really loved on the waterfront, though there's like a weird like history around it that's kind of like odd and kind of like shitty. Because the guy who made it was a guy who ratted out a whole bunch of uh, communists in like old Hollywood and got them blacklisted and all that. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, really? Yeah. So he basically made a movie like j like glorifying the uh, informant or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It was weird. Um, I love anything with or uh, not Orson. No, is it Orson Welles? Yeah, Welles. Because mm -hmm. he's just wonderful. Because he talks so much shit. It's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> 
like anything. He just he just hates on it. He's just the ultimate. But he hates on it so smartly. It's beautiful. Have you watched the old original Twilight series? Nah, I don't think so. It's such a good series. Like what? Like Twilight ser- Zone? Twilight Zone. Okay, yeah, I was yeah that's what I meant. Twilight. I was like, yeah, Twilight Zone. Robert different Pattinson? series. <laughs> What's the main guy's name there? Sterling. Oh, something. Rod Sterling. Yeah, I think. This guy would just walk in in the middle of an episode and start explaining what the episode <laughs> is while the episode was still going on. Yeah. Be like 10 minutes into a 30 minute episode. He's like, he would just step through like an airplane door and start talking to the audience. I yeah. thought that was the coolest thing as a kid ever. Yeah. Like, oh, man. I always remember like the kick the can episode. Oh, was that from yeah. the 80s revival? I know there was like an 80s revival. I know they just did one. I didn't watch any of it. Um, there was that. There was the... There was, oh man, there was the one from, I think from the 80s, where the monster's on the wing of the plane. Oh, yeah. And that one terrified me as a child. Very terrifying. It was terrifying. Ugh. I haven't watched, I watched quite a few of them not too long ago. But none of them were sticking out to me for some reason. I remember the one where, like, the soldier comes back and, like, everybody's missing. I can't remember anymore. I think it was the very first one. I can't remember anymore. This is kind of the basis of me and Brandon's relationship Mm -hmm. is, uh... You know, you have to have a base for a friendship, and <laughs> yeah. ours is television and movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite the uh, walking IMBD that Brandon is. <laughs> uh, he, he's the type of guy, like, oh, that one guy from that one thing. He's like, oh, you mean that guy from these 12 movies that I'm going <laughs> to list off off the top of my head? Freaking weirdo, man. Yeah, you, well, you get it two different ways, because Marta's the same exact way. Marta's about as bad as you. Yeah. yeah you, you, Marta sometimes says stuff, I'm like, he is in that. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon and my lovely Marta, they yeah. will rattle off an actor's uh, entire catalog. Entire catalog, <laughs> one by one. Yeah, it's uh, it can, it can get a little annoying sometimes. Yeah, it it's it's a lot of it's a lot of it's very important to them while it's happening. I don't know where that came from though. I don't know why I, I your ability I, to do that. Yeah, my ability to do that, or just why I became so like kind of obsessed with memorizing names and faces. You have an incredible memory. I know. It's I've I've I th- I don't know how much because I've always had that. So even before, because you know, obviously I have issues. My my granddad had Alzheimer's. My dad did. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I became super focused on my memory no, because no. of that. It was always before that I even knew exactly what. Do you want me were to from. tell you my first memory oh, of sh- you having an incredible <laughs> recall? Is sure. Uh, this is like freshman year of high school. All right. Let's say I bet you like five bucks because you started naming off all these college teams, and you're like, oh, these this team's in this conference and this mm-hmm. team's in this conference. But you were talking about teams that are like. Tulane and mm-hmm. freaking like West Mississippi State, if that's even a school. <laughs> it's not. Okay. <laughs> you would know. I, I trust you. And I'm like, oh, I bet you can't name every single college team and what conference they're in. Mm-hmm. You sat down there. We, I'm sure we were supposed to be listening to some something yeah. somebody was saying in class. You were able to write down every single college football team and mm-hmm. what conference they are without looking at anything yeah do you remember that yeah, vaguely i vaguely I do I, remember doing that i told you because i've you done like two, i told you i'd give you like two bucks if you could do it and yeah you sat there and did that off the top of your head yeah which is uh, a sickness <laughs> it kind of is, is so weird to me that you. it's can like do that. um i've talked about on podcast because i'm doing the epic wall street watch through the podcast yeah and i talk about each episode that um 
I used to be able to name every single episode in order. Oh my god! Yeah, like every single one. I think I'd I'd struggle a little bit about midway through season two. I'd have a little bit of struggle there because there's certain because I'm learning about now because that's where I'm at. Was that so many of those episodes are kind of meh, and right. like they, they're not super memorable. It's like the whole truth, which is about son's pregnancy, maternity leaves, about Claire. Wow. And I would forget kind of where those episodes go in order because mm-hmm. they don't really hit an overarching element. Like you know, it's basically treading water in those episodes. That is so unrelatable to me. Yeah, I know. I, it's like I, I cannot. Yeah. I could try to do that for a month and I mm-hmm. would struggle. Yeah. I think if it you gave me like probably like four hours, I could probably do it again. Like, a, like or not, maybe not name them all like in order, but I could name them all. Like, if right. you gave me four hours to kind of like work on it a little bit and like remember which episodes I forget. Right. Like, because um, there's an, a, a website called Sporkle. It's like a whole bunch of quizzes. Oh, I used to do Marta that. loves her some Sporkle. Yeah, so I would get on Sporkle, and like, there's a lost episode. So like, if you gave me like, I don't know, probably an hour with it, I'd name you every single episode, no problems. That's <laughs> like, pretty. That's yeah. like kind of like a superpower, not an exciting superpower. Yeah. Well, but... it's like it's what you could do with it, like because I never really understood what you really could do with it. Now that I'm older and probably are too old to do certain you things, you could with go it. on Jeopardy very easily. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's memorizing. Do you know stuff. how Jeopardy works as they, far as don't they give you like a big set of like what's going, what could be on the show? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's then you not just... a, it's not really about general knowledge. It's yeah. About studying this material to memorize stuff that they give you before the show. Yeah. And people having the capacity just to remember all this yeah. shit. I'm sure it helps to have like a general knowledge about yeah. a bunch of it to have a framework to remember stuff. But yeah. to be able to just remembering a huge catalog of stuff. Yeah. And I bet you'd be really good at it. I probably would be. I don't know. How do but we I always thought happen? about like working like FBI or something like that, like prof- like like criminal profiling or something like that, where right, like tracking, like seeing certain people and tracking down or something like that, like because. I have not just remembering facts. I remember faces. Right, right. Like, I see somebody kind of once. I kind of remember who they are. I do it at work all the time, and I work retail. I see hundreds of people all the time. Right. You're like, oh, that's that chick with the purple pants and the... Yeah, I have people come in from 18 months ago who I didn't even sell anything to. They just came in and looked at stuff, and I remember who I'll remember who they are. It might take me a, like a few seconds. Like, oh, I remember who you are. Yeah, you're yeah. looking at this, or you're looking at that, or something like that. And they're like... Holy shit. Just creeping everybody out. <laughs> yeah. Just following girls to their apartments yeah. <laughs> and just memorizing faces of strangers. Yeah. Like the... <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, what was I going to say, though? I lost my train of thought. See, that's my issue. I lost my train of thought because my mind does go a billion times in like an hour. Right. Um, what do you have... Oh, to... like with training people. That's also my mm-hmm. issue, taking notes, is that I take very little notes on things because I only right. need like one word to remember a whole thing. Oh, I got so, you. So, like, you know, if I go down and say, oh, you know, I need to remember this whole paragraph, I write, like, three words from each, like, a word from each sentence, and then I can recall the whole, like, after a little bit of practice, obviously. It's not like I just write the three words and everything pops in my head. It's like, right. I got to practice the whole thing reading it, then all I need to do is write down three words and I can remember the whole paragraph. We did that in college prep speech class with O'Banion. Oh, okay. That's how I did all my, because he hated my notes. Because he's supposed to like read the notes and give us feedback. He's like, I don't even know what this is. I'm like, let me fucking do it for you. And yeah. then I went up there to the podium and I did the whole speech, no problems. He's like, well, it's not how I would do it or whatever. <laughs> oh, I miss. Uh, that yeah. was actually a really fun class. I think we were in the same class with. Uh, were you in the one that did the? Niall was in my. So no, I was in mine my senior year. So there've been no okay. Nile. Mine was we did the um, news show. 
Uh, we definitely did not. You do guys that. did the campaign, didn't you? I think so. Yeah, my memories. Yeah, just <laughs> shots. Yeah. I could tell you two things from high school yeah. total. I was telling my buddy Rob at work about the new show, and I had I wrote like ten sketches, and all of them were like were supposed to be done, but then we kind of ran out of time to do them all. Yeah, but there was one that always made me mad that we did not do. And what made me mad the most was they kept using me in all the sketches because I was able to like go in and make something funny that wasn't funny or just kind of work something out. Because some people don't realize you need a budget to do things. (laughs) And when you're doing a high school, especially in Scioto County, a high school speech class where you're doing a TV show, your budget is literally zero (laughs) dollars. So doing an elaborate zombie apocalypse is what they wanted to do. I'm like... How the fuck are we going to do this? Like, well, we could take doors off cars. I'm like, you're not taking the fucking door <laughs> off my car to do this sketch. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then they thought funny was making, uh, you remember Mark Nichols? Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened to him, but um, they had him write the sports sketch because he knew nothing about sports. Oh, so I that's gotcha. what was funny about it. So they did a little. So it was a really, really. Mark. So it was a really, really unfunny sketch because yeah. he doesn't know. Because comedy is always based in knowledge. Like you know, that's how you make yeah. things funny is that you know a little bit about it to make right. something kind of funny out of it. At least in my mind, unless yeah. you're unless you're completely absurd, then you can make something like that work. Right, but, but it's I don't. Not... I think in high school nobody's got really an absurd comedy sense. Right, like if I wrote those sketches now, it'd be very Eric Andre and just complete chaos. During all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the one was there was this guy. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he'd murdered somebody and he was being put to death in Lucasville. Um, uh, okay, yeah, and he was being put to death lethal injection. But his claim was he was too fat to be lethally injected. I remember this. Yeah, I so think I, Mr. Banyan yeah, talked to about this even before. Yes, he had three. I think he had three names. If I'm thinking correctly. Um, big guy, but my sketch was based off this. Him to the parole board or to the Supreme Court, whoever. He's sitting there claiming he's too fat to be executed or whatever, and the whole time he's just shoveling food in his fucking mouth. The whole time, just making himself even bigger. Dude, that's Survivor. And I, yeah, and I wanted to do the sketch. I wanted to be the guy, but like, well, Brandon's in too many sketches. We need to get other people involved. So they let somebody else do it. I can't remember who off the top of my head anymore. And they ruined it. They did, oh, because God, the key to the whole the key to the whole sketch for me was that at one point they bring in a bottle of A one sauce and he drinks it. Like, and you think the taste of A1 sauce, that's intense to do. Because right, it's right. just such a he's overwhelming to, he's flavor. He's supposed to chug it as soon as yeah. he sees it. And, like, he he didn't want to do it. The guy no. who did it. He's like, oh, like, oh, I don't think I could do it. I'm like, right. this is the key to the whole sketch, is this moment. you got to do it. Which and is he, fair. If that's not his idea for yeah, the but sketch I'm like, in dude, the I'm first like, place, well, they should have just like, had could, you do it. Well, then. my thing is, like, there's with zero budget, we can still make this work. Take um, Take A1 sauce. Empty it out, wash it out, fill it with, you know, water or something like that. Or, you know, so it's not actual A1 sauce, but it still kind of looks like it because the bottle's dark. Right. So it's not like a see-through bottle where you can tell it's water. Right. So, I mean, it's just the visual gag of it. It's like when you watch somebody, like, I don't know, uh, it's like the candy bar in the pool in Caddyshack. Right. Where if anybody picked that up and ate it, you would be disgusted because it you visually feel like it's actual shit in the pool when exactly. it's not. Right. So, like, if you just see somebody pick up an A1 bottle and drink it, you think they're actually drinking A1. So you're kind of like, you picture that in your head, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel that in your Yeah, guts. you feel that. So, but he's drinking water. He still wouldn't do it. Right. I was like, this is the, the whole goddamn sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I ever got, like, a diva in that whole class. You were so, uh, shaking now I'm like, in the we've background. Now, I'm like, to do the A1 part. I was like, I want to do it. And they're like, no, you're in too many sketches. I'm like, I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> it's like, I didn't want – I had to be a rapper who did nothing but nursery rhymes. Oh, that's a, and I, I could did, see that being a funny bit. It was all right, but I helped uh, Chelsea Wilson write it. She was writing it, and she couldn't really come up with, like, great stuff, so I just kind of – 
picked a few things out here and there and like got it to where it worked. And then it came day to shoot it. And they said, okay, Brandon, get up, you know, you got to do the raps. I'm like, Oh, I'm not doing this. I was like, I'm not the rapper. She's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be the rapper. I'm like, that was not agreed upon. <laughs> so I'm like, I wish like, I didn't want to be in that sketch. I want to be in this sketch. I was right. so mad about it. So we didn't do it. And then the sketch kind of falls flat the whole time. I'm like, the goddamn A1 sauce would save this whole sketch. And after the show, we will upload clips from this to our website. <laughs> nah, I think I don't know who has them anymore. Oh, God. It never got so it was supposed to, like uh, Thomas England was supposed to put them together, and I don't think he ever did. God damn it! Yeah, but I don't know if it exists anywhere. There was a G Williker sketch. G Williker's the Nature Guide. That was my sketch. I wrote that. Um, I hated it. You're just giving credit to nobody else here. I know because I don't. I don't remember everybody else's. I don't. I'm selfish. I don't give a shit about anybody else's work. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear somebody else was funny. This, in this whole I'm literally got a podcast where I talk by myself the entire time, Jake. Can't decide if that's narcissism or just yeah, I don't know, just insanity. I call it working my own shit out. Yeah, is that how you feel about this? Oh, that's how, that's the whole like a goal. Form of therapy. Yeah, it's basically another form of therapy. It's like because I am bad about taking notes throughout the month, so sometimes when I get to my therapy session, I forget about certain shit I want to talk about. Right. So sometimes I'll talk about them on the podcast, and it keeps me more fresh in my mind or i'm able to kind of talk a few things i'm like oh i need to dig in deeper on therapy on that right right and yeah so it's, it's just another form of kind of keeping myself sane right and also i'm hilarious i'm a great guy i'm you a great are... good guy great guy wonderful guy myself you are a wonderful guy thank you you are sometimes funny let's see but let's... Uh, you're a funny guy yeah I, like, a, like a clown i mean like a sad clown <laughs> Sad clowns are funny. He took my Goodfellas reference and made it better. <laughs> Sad clown. Uh, oh shit! How long have we known each other, Jake? Uh, I, you know, the first time I remember us actually becoming friends is in the eighth grade. We had study hall together. Mm -hmm. We had a free period. Oh, that's uh, right. We weren't in the same class. No, no, no. That's right. Yeah, we had a, we had free period. It and was we, me, you, and, and Justin. What's his name? Howard. Justin Howard. We would hurriedly and excitingly get together to talk about Lost. Yep. Back before, at least I, you may have known about known about internet forums at this time. That's right when I'd be getting into the internet. Forums. Okay. I yep. I did not have access to these things. I yep. had nobody to talk about about this incredible show called Lost. Yeah. I. It was completely wrinkling my brain each episode coming out, and I was so excited to get to school to talk about talk to Brandon and Justin about this show yeah. that was so confusing and so interesting. Yeah, as I say, because I remember we had little league teams together. Yeah, we were. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we knew was, each other. Yeah, we knew each other. But yeah, I was going to say it's like it was eighth grade. It was lost. Yeah, it was yeah, lost, it was lost us, that like, brought us like together. Friends. Yeah, and like. Uh, yeah, I, but I forgot it was you weren't in my actual class. It was no. like a study period. Yeah, and we would sit there and just talk about whatever. I'm at the point in the Lost Rewatch when um, they find out Henry Gale is not Henry Gale. Oh, no. So it's the end of Lockdown is the episode is what's called. So I'm going in. What season is that? That's season two. Oh, okay. That's still season two. Yeah, so they captured Ben, but he says he's Henry Gale, and then, they, then Saeed digs up the body with his bare hands and finds out Henry Gale's actually in the grave. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, reminding me. Yeah, so I'm coming me. up. It's a Dave, the episode where Hurley sees his old mental ward friend. And oh, then yeah. I think it's SOS, which is the Rose and Bernard episode. Then I <sighs> think it's Two for the Road, which is the death of Anna Lucia and uh, Libby. Just keep it going. Yeah. Um, What's the episode after that? That would be the Echo episode. The question mark oh, man, episode, Echo, and then what a good character. I know. He, I'm so. If, if I can make one person not 
Was it drinking that got him? No, he didn't want to do the show. Anymore. Oh, he just he didn't want to do the show. Yeah, he decided he didn't want to do the show as much. Well, anymore. who got who got off the show because of a drunk driving? That was driving? Anna Lucia and uh, Libby, but they say that was not the case. They were always planning to die, but oh, okay. watching it back, there's no way that could be true. Cause right. There seems so much left on the table. Well, with the Echo characters. thing especially. Yeah, was, the Echo one is egregious, like I mean, how they it just was cut just a character off. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were building so much up between him and Locke for the mythology of the show. Right. And then he just he didn't really want to do the show, which he also had a DUI, but I don't know. Okay, maybe yeah. that's where the rumors came from. Yeah, there was a rumor because there was like Anna Lucia, Michelle Rodriguez, and Cynthia Watros, the actresses. Right. Uh, they both got DUIs, and they both died in the same episode. And that was the rumor that they killed them because of the DUIs. Which, you know, considering what a lot of people get fired for, seems pretty egregious like now that they got a DUI and they got fired for it. <laughs> it does seem very strange. <laughs> yeah, when now it's just like the most heinous shit imaginable happens. Right. Like, and like some people are like, well, they shouldn't be fired for that. <laughs> right, right. But was it's like uh, I was thinking about this the other day. How remember the Jerry Sandusky scandal with Penn State? I remember a little bit about y- that. Yeah. So like the whole thing was like, should Joe Paterno be fired because he kind of knew about it but didn't do anything about it? That's a weird one. Yeah. yeah. I go back and forth on this. I actually. Yeah. See, like at the time, I'm like, well, no, you know, what, what, you know, he's older guy. He didn't want to talk about it. I can understand it. Where I'm like, now it's like that's just. Hook, line, sink, you're fucking fired. There's no chance you're surviving that. And right. At the time, it was like an argument. It was like how much things have changed in like I 10 wish years. you could be a fly on the wall of like what exactly, yeah, what exactly how much he actually knew. Yeah. He knew. Well, I guess if you know enough to report it. Yeah. There's like an, also when he found out everything. But the rumor was he knew from like the night, like, I think if I'm thinking correctly, it's like the late 90s when he kind of found out a little bit about it. Oh, okay. If, if I'm thinking correctly. So it might, might be somebody else you knew You probably about know it. more about this than me then. Yeah. But I know it was definitely like in the mid two thousands. There was a redheaded um, assistant coach for Penn State. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Who came forward and actually he actually witnessed it happening. Oh, so he's walked the one into that, the shower, saw it happening. So he's the one that really. And then he put came up and was like, down. and he's like, he's fucking like, this is what's going on, and they weren't doing anything about it. So it was like, oh, even after that. Yeah, that's when they didn't. Then eventually, there was years. Started, years after that, I think that a couple years between when that happened to when everything came crashing down. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to go back. I don't want to revisit that so much because it's a lot of shit. You got to like, yeah, it's one yeah. of the worst things imaginable. Just it really is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get off this subject if yeah. you don't mind. Uh, back to Lost. Back to Lost. <laughs> Do you think your audience is sick of hearing about Lost, or is I don't know, Justin? You listen sometimes. Do you hate me talking about Lost? No. Okay, he does not hate. Have so... you watched Lost, Justin? Uh, I. There's six seasons in a movie. There's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Uh, Justin okay. has watched four seasons of Lost. What? Uh, which is a weird thing to only watch four seasons of Lost. Yeah. But the same just fell off. Well, of same it. time. Um, season four is when <laughs> season too, four right? is when the show completely changes. That's true. Because yeah. you have the first three seasons, and you have to me the greatest moment, even better to me in my mind than the Red Wedding or Ned Stark's death or any other great moment of television is the moment when you realize the season three finale is not a flashback; it's oh, a flash yeah. forward. That is my favorite moment in television back. history. Yeah, we have to go just. back. That moment is my favorite moment in TV history because I just remember watching that and just I think that almost tears collapsed. To my eyes. Yeah, I almost collapsed. I was like almost like 
sliding out of my right. sofa. Like, yeah. I don't have bones anymore. I'm so blown away. It's like you're going through seven <laughs> stages of grief just getting through that sentence that Jack says. Yeah, we have to go back. Like, what the fuck do you mean by that? Yeah, but then... It's like, I know oh, the, shit, you mean... Then season four has the writer's strike, and that's why it's like 12 episodes. Right. So then I don't know how much that really affected... I know a big part of the ending was supposed to be the volcano, and they mentioned the volcano multiple times throughout the seasons. Oh, see, I don't even remember that. Yeah, honestly. I know they they, they, mention, they think they vaguely mention it in season... They may say something in season two. And then I know season three they talk about a little bit and somebody's flashback season four. So the yeah. whole ending was supposed to be Jack and Locke fighting on the side of a fucking erupting volcano. Uh, <laughs> like that was the original idea. But then you got to think it's ABC in the late 2000s. Yeah. They sound, don't, they're like, you don't, kind you're of not, awful, honestly. Yeah, it's like, you're not going to do a fucking exploding volcano. We don't have the money for that. <laughs> <laughs> to make it not Yeah, look so then stupid. it became the, uh, what What was the joke on the forums? It was the uh, the butthole cave of light because it was basically, you had to put a butt plug because um, me and you have changed because you did not care for the ending that much when we you watched it originally, right? No, yeah. no. I mean, just like the majority of people, yeah. like not enough satisfying answers to not enough yeah. see, questions. I was, see, I, I was like blindly in love with Lost so much that I, yeah. like, I, I couldn't hear criticisms. And now like right. when I watch it now, I'm like, yeah, there's definitely issues. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as some people made it out to be. No, no, and um, I've, I've came around as well. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's a, it's for as much as they bit off. Mm -hmm. It's impressive that it was as good as it was. Yeah, it could have been so much worse. Yeah, and especially for network television right. in the mid two thousands, right? Which is basically just CSI and NCIS. Because as we've learned from yeah. other shows, creating all these mysteries, you're just setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have a satisfying ending yeah. almost ever. That's my but worry. But they sort of kind of did. Yeah. my That's my big worry with The Song of Ice and Fire. The books is going to be like, he's so fucking spread out that it's going to be a pain in the ass. He's, that, like, halfway done. <laughs> I've heard that, but I've heard that for about 12 years now. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing, it's like, oh, he's actually going to release both books at the same time. I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hasn't went Kathy Bates' misery on his yeah. ass just to get the books finished with. <laughs> What would that look like? Oh, God. You should write some fan fiction about uh, misering. Yeah, misering George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Mr. Martin there. <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh. Oh, shit. So no, my... It's funny you mentioned six seasons in a movie with Lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not going to talk about community. I love community. Oh, yeah. Uh, every time I watch a really weird, shitty movie... I want the movie to somehow be tied to Lost. That would <laughs> that would satisfy such a small percentage of people. But mm -hmm. when a movie's about like a disappearing volcano or yeah. they're on some weird island, there are all kinds of movies about this shit. Yeah. I want the end of that movie to like I want you to slowly realize at the ending, like, oh shit, they're on the island from Lost <laughs> this entire time. This movie has out of nowhere, this is a lost movie. Yeah. A low-budget, like shitty Lost movie. It has its own universe of just insane. I, I don't think anything could make me happier yeah. if that happens. Well, that's like I, I bought Just Cause 2, the video game, because okay. apparently if there's like – I think there's two islands on the game, if I'm thinking correctly. But if you fly over a certain like a certain way over to one of the islands, your plane blows up. There's a hatch on the island. <laughs> there's a smoke monster that pops up randomly. Oh, God. So there's all these little Lost Easter eggs. You would buy this game so that's, just for that. I bought the game just to do that, and then I'm like, I never played the game again. 
Oh. I literally played like probably a half hour of that game just to do those little moments and then never played it again. I've heard those games are pretty fun, actually. Yeah, I think my brother like kind of used over, to like those games. They're like, uh, I guess, kind of like GTA and like the, the old GTA but games. Even like three, goofier, right? Yeah, like a little bit more over the top. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, like now like GTA 4 and 5 are like very grounded in reality. and Right. I don't know. They're great, but I don't know. They're just not as mindlessly fun. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't get into a 16-hour-long shootout with the cops. They're too smart, and they always take me down within, like, 10 minutes. I'm like, really? I want to rampage. I want to rampage. I yeah. want to stand on, <laughs> yeah. I want to stand if on I don't top get the, of a roof. If I don't get to rampage in this video game, I want to rampage in real life. Because <laughs> that's how video games that's work. That's how video games work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I, uh... I injured my leg a couple weeks ago Ooh. doing nothing. Nice. Literally standing there putting a uh, IV into a patient. Yeah. Uh, Jacob's a nurse. Jacob is a nurse. He's not just some dude giving IVs to random yeah, people I like on the, the street. <laughs> in, the, in the alley. Yeah. Pretty, pretty clean heroin. Uh, just standing there, freaking hamstring completely goes out. Almost had to leave work. Yeah. Do you think everybody thinks they have a high pain tolerance? Everybody probably thinks that, right? I think I think I know I do. So Just you, you've been through some shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's have... like that's how I kind of know I do, because <laughs> like I I went through some like major pain things and didn't really bother me. Justin, have you ever been through a very painful experience, like car accidents, broken bones? Okay, Justin hasn't either. I haven't either, so I have no like real uh, basis for <laughs> yeah, for sure. Knock on wood. <laughs> For how painful something could be, mm-hmm. I pulled my hamstring and it was, it felt like nine out of 10 pain. Yeah. I almost wanted it to be a bigger injury for how much it hurt. <laughs> it took about six days to heal up. Yeah. And I was almost disappointed when it healed up because it hurt so bad when it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I think I might just be a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't decide. I'm like, if, if somebody that was actually had good pain tolerance had this injury that I had, I wonder how bad they would say it was. Because yeah. to me, it was like 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to puke. I'm ready to cry after it happened. I couldn't mm-hmm. walk. Six days later, no. completely fine. It couldn't have been that bad if it yeah. healed up that fast. Yeah. Uh, but I was I felt bedridden for like a week. Well, that's like, I always love because, you know, obviously – where we're from, we have all those people who are so smart who love football, but they don't understand a goddamn thing about the game. It's so amazing. Or somebody pulls their hamstring in football games, like, oh, what, 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 a, what a wimp, what right. a wimp. You need to get back out there. Right. And it's like, then they would do that and probably cry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't know. Like That's like where you see, like, you know, it took you six days. I'm like, that's what, you know, that same, like, if you're a professional athlete, it still takes you that fucking long. So hamstrings are no joke. Oh, man. Yeah. I, uh. I have been exercising pretty good, mm-hmm. not to not to toot my own horn, oh, but yeah. I was I was hitting Buff up Jake. the I was hitting up the elliptical and the the stationary bike pretty hard. Nice working on those glutes. <laughs> uh, haven't been able to do that for the past week. Oof. So I've been passing the time playing some Pokemon. Oh man, have I you, never have got you in... played Pokemon. I never got into Pokemon. First time I've played Pokemon since about two thousand. Hell, probably 1998. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, it, it's so weird because, you know, Pokemon became huge. I was like eight or nine. Well, well I guess we're oh, both eight or nine. Man. So it's like we're perfect age for it. I never got Pokemon into it. I thought it was, was just odd. Amazing. I was, I'm, it's so weird when I think about myself as a kid to what I am now. Like now I'm like this odd fucking hipster dude who has a fucking handlebar mustache and whatever <laughs> I got going on half the time. It's like half like, a handlebar right yeah, now. Yeah, I have like the, I have the it, chops it, into the stash. It's been more handlebar Yeah, I've got the chops into the stash. Like I'm just like this odd person. Yeah. Like, and I'm fine with it. Being weird's cool. Um, 
But when I was like a kid, it was I was so against odd things, and since it was not like, sports related, Pokemon was weird. So if you went back today, would you be more into kid things? You think might would be you like give you know, yourself, I might give yourself permission. Yeah. Like I'd always like I know people who are, like super into Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if I'm sure if I'd be like a Dungeons and Dragons kid or not. Like I like the whole idea Dude, of it, like I creating would, your own adventure or whatever. I would love Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I think I would like a lot of it. I don't friends. know if I'd be as into it as like some people really are. Like, I yeah. know my buddy Nick, second time I've mentioned him from Bear Burger, he bought a fucking cloak. <laughs> oh, he bought a cloak? <laughs> yeah. As, like, he was like, uh, well, how old is Nick? Nick's about 30. I think he might have been 40 when he bought it. He decided to get into Dungeons & Dragons at late 30, and he bought himself a fucking cloak Dude, to that's do awesome. It. Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah, man, do your thing. Yeah, it's just like the same concept. You see an old man at the gym in the <laughs> locker room. They're naked 100% of the time. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care what yeah. people think about I th- them. That'll be me. This if I ever, is my body. If, if I make it to that age, I love I'm going to be naked and dra- as shit in I love Dungeons room. and Dragons, and I also love being naked. <laughs> that's what this what. And we're going to bring about. this all together. We're going to have a naked Dungeons and Dragons party yeah. when we're 85 years old. <laughs> when we're 85. And we're not even going to be aware that we're naked, probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's fucking creaking. This thing's brand new, and it's creaking. I don't like it. Brandon's... Uh, Brandon's struggling with some equipment right now. I paid good His money. Microphone for is Dude. attacking him. This podcast has not made the money back yet on it. How about how that? How much? Uh, <laughs> give me a round to the nearest nearest thousand thousand dollar. How much money have you made from this podcast? Well, so if I'm far? rounding to the nearest one without going over, yeah, okay, then it'll be one thousand. But if I'm, you know, if it's closest to the nearest <laughs> whatever without going over, it's zero dollars. Zero. I've made five dollars off this podcast so far. Are you putting end. it in a cute little jar? No, no, no. It won't, let me, buy it you... won't let me take anything out until I hit $10. Uh, it can be some... Okay, I'm going to yeah. buy you a really cute little podcast jar. <laughs> and I want you to have this somewhere in this room. Okay. It slowly fills up with podcast dollars. Oh, uh, yeah. Do I make my own podcast dollars? Yeah, that's podcast... Yeah, you make your own podcast dollars when you can take out that ten dollars. Oh, and I actually just, I just take I, out like the ten dollars and just put it in. I want you to take that ten dollars out in cash. Okay, I got you. I thought you meant like you know having a visual representation of how much money. No, fits no, in no. The thing. I'm, I'm talking about cash money. Cash money. I want there to be a a visual representation on your podcast for mm-hmm. how good at podcasting you are. Yeah, and you're gonna get better oh, you're and gonna better s- at it. You're gonna see that because I'm gonna also have like a gold couch, like a complete solid gold couch that's. Impossible to move. Impossible to move. Like that episode of uh, 30 Rock where Tracy wears the gold shoes Uh, and he's got to drag his feet and and they try to help him. Don't help me. I'm too proud. I'm too proud. (laughs) God, that movie, that that show has the most jokes per minute. I know. Well, it's quality jokes per minute is kind of the thing that gets you. It's like that and Arrested Development are very similar to me where like every time you watch it, there's a new joke you never noticed the last time you watched it. Every single time. When, Tra- when Tracy tells Liz, it's like, don't don't make me show you the back of my hand. <laughs> he raises up his hand, and on the back of his hand's written, please be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that, I lose my shit so yeah. much. It's such a dumb joke, but it works so well on a show like that. Then, like, some of the risky jokes they would take sometimes, like uh, Tracy at the woman's shelter is like, Women of the battered like shelter, stop like stop talking. A man's speaking right now. <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> or right something now. like that. Like it is like something's really egregious. It's like, whew. But, like right. they did it. I I don't know. Like early late two thousands, I guess. Just so fast you couldn't stop them. I know. It's yeah, just they just joke, kept joke, going. Joke, yeah, it's like all of a sudden ba- they had another joke. You're already laughing. Another, at, yeah. You couldn't get mad at a joke because by the time you're getting mad at a joke, there's been five other jokes. Yeah. Oh man, I love Thirty Rock. What do you consider the funniest show ever made? 
Ooh. I have to put 30 Rock up there. It's a, 30 tough, rock would it's be a tough three for me. 30 bo- Rock would be... 30 Bach. Fucking 30. about chickens. Um, <laughs> 30 joke, Rock would definitely be up there. Chickens. Arrested Development for those first three seasons. Yeah. Maybe number one. Just because really? That show is just brilliance all the way through. You're a sucker, and for, there's the, such an you're a sucker for the running jokes. Yeah, it's just like the running jokes. Also, there's a little bit of an overarching theme like right. throughout the whole seasons. Like it's... You know, 30 Rock can have, like, throwaway episodes here and there, where it's like, there's never really a throwaway episode with the rest of development. Everything is kind That's of true. playing into its finish. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it always kind of, like, I don't know. Because they don't like, really it, have a gimmick episode on, yeah. or anything. Like, yeah, there's no, like, like a live, there's no live episode. No bottle episodes. Right. Do they do a bottle episode? No. Everything's like, yeah, always moving interesting. around. I feel like yeah, most shows end up doing one of those. Yeah. And, like, because... I've just been I've been watching Arrested Development. That's also why it's really prevalent on my mind. Yeah. And um, like how early they start talking about Buster losing his hand. Oh yeah. Like they start I, they start making references to it in the first season. That's and so then he funny. doesn't lose it until like mid through eight through the second season. Right. And it's like it's it's I don't know. It's just like, once you start picking those up, you're like, this show is so unbelievably brilliant. Like you the can f- watch it the first time, like oh this show is really good. Then every time you watch it after that, like holy shit, you don't realize how much they've set up. And it's such a weird payoff too, because yeah. it's like funny, but it's not that funny. But it's almost funnier in the fact that that joke's not that funny, but they mm-hmm. still spend three seasons setting yeah. it up, yeah, which like, is just it, impressive. And the way that they pay off, like because you know it's like all the little clever jokes throughout it, like yeah. the wordplay, like um, Joe buys the boat called the Sea Word. So Michael tells me, you know, like, as the mom is standing there, as uh, Lucille's standing there, he's like, get rid of the C word. She's like, I'll leave when I'm good and ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, like. Oh, it's so sad that she died. Yeah. Well, she died, what, last year, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah she. Uh, you, and you've watched great. Archer, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she plays, plays basically kind of the same The character. exact same character, yeah. which is so wonderful. Yeah. But then with Buster getting his hand bitten off by a seal, they right. keep saying loose seal. And yeah, it yeah. Plays off Lucille, and it's just like, I never would have thought really something like right. that. You know, I consider myself a funny guy. I could sometimes write. I know Abanyan told me I should have been a writer, yeah. which is something I kind of regret not looking into more. We still to, can be. I mean, I can't. I mean, I still write, but I mean, he's like, oh, you should be. You said I should be a writer, right? And I'm like, and I never gave a shit about college, <laughs> right? Well, that was my problem. I think there's a. I think you would be a really good screenplay writer. I've looked into it. I've I've had a lot of stuff. I've been revisiting some old shows that inspired me a lot that I tried to not definitely use them as influences. Like there was a, I had this show called Gutterland. It was all about like kind of these down on their luck fucking like young like late teens, early twenties like kids, kind yeah. of in a city based off Portsmouth, right? And kind of just kind of growing up in a area that does not give a or where the rest of the country does not give a shit about their success at all, which is what our area is right like, yeah. very true and like kind of their trials and all that and then you know it was going to be funny but it was going to have a lot of really hard-hitting deep moments yeah like you know especially with where we're from drugs is intense right and it's also like if you ever watched i don't know if you ever watched it. i think i may have told you to watch it i don't know if you ever did or not this is england no you've you've told me about it a few times yeah it's never watched it. i've been kind of re-watching parts of it and like it's such a brilliant fucking show right and like the moments are just incredible and i've watched like the actors talk about it and like the whole writing process and the creation process i'm like that's what i want that show to be right. and then i had i don't know if you ever watched terriers i had another one about a drunk ass mm. pi or a recovering alcoholic pi yeah um well he wasn't a pi he was just a 
guy who does PI work without the license. Who stars in this show? And uh, Terriers is Donald Logue and Michael Raymond James. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm talking about your PI On the PI show. one, I never quite who, got to the idea. If you could have one person in this show. Go, go. You have to say something. Mm, that's fucking tough. You can't say Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest actor of all the time, great. Dolph Lundgren. Um, oh, shit. You put me on the spot. There would be so many people I'd want to use here and there. Who do I want to use? Thanks. I think Jack Johnson. Um, yeah, Jake Johnson from New Girl. I think he'd be really. Choice. I think it'd be really interesting choice. Yeah, Because yeah. kind of getting. Because it still allows him to be funny. And he's kind of. But schlu- also kind of. He's kind of schlubby. He could. Yeah, pull he'd be a little bit schlubby. And like you know, and also, I mean, I got for I don't know why I never really saw it, but people would think we kind of looked the same. I think it was just because I had dark hair. Um, I'd make turtle faces, and I was a bartender. I think that's the whole reason. Did you say you make turtle faces? Yeah, that's like that, like that, that one face he always makes in the okay. show. I haven't watched enough New Girl. Yeah, he makes this face, and like I'm I was making sure I, I heard would always what you do that correctly. to certain people at the pub, usually women. Like, yeah, not yeah, like the, to be sick. I mean, I got to do that, like you know, you know the whole face. the whole uh, idea of you make them hate you to make you mine or whatever. Like you know, I just do that. They say something like I just roll my eyes or something like that. Yeah. And like, oh, you such like Nick, like New Girl, like. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, I am. I still think... Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Chicago and these two Asian tourists came up to me, asked me to take a picture? With them? Yeah. I, I didn't know. realize it until one stood beside me to take the picture. And you didn't think to ask them, like, hey, who do you think well, I am? The, the only oh, thing that, that would drive the, me nuts. The only thing they said in English to me was picture. Right. So they came up and they said, picture, picture. I bet they would know I was, the celebrities. I was like, name, I'm like, yeah, no problem. Though. I could take a picture. So I go to reach for the phone and the girl stands in beside me. I'm like... Oh shit! They want to take a picture with yeah. me. I was like, okay. So I just you know smile, take the picture, and they're like, th- and then they said thank you, thank you, and then they just, like they walked off. Yeah. I'm like, was I just part of like a scavenger hunt, like find some you know milk like the you know white bread looking white dude to take a picture with? Middle Middle East, <laughs> Midwestern guy right <laughs> yeah. here. Look take at this a picture of this Midwestern guy. Are you from Ohio? I'll take a picture with you. No, then I'm like, and I said something to my buddy Clayton who lived in Chicago, and he's like, oh, that happens all the time. Like, yeah. for some reason, like, uh, it's like, the, like uh, these, like, they think, wow, white people look the same. So I'm like, I'm not sure who they think you look like, but they think you're a celebrity. And I'm like, who the fuck am I supposed to be? And I think it may have been Jake Johnson, because that's the only person that I've ever been yeah, said I look yeah, like. Yeah, I can't, I can't dispute that. I can't yeah. think of. That's the only person I could ever think of. Maybe a little Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt. I just talked about him being in Euro Trip the other night. Oh, man, that's such a good cameo. I know. Because I, I was talking about the weird movies he was in in the mid-2000s. Yeah, yeah. Because he was in, like, Stuck on You with Greg Kinnear. Oh, I forgot about that Where he that was one. the, you know, the, the conjoined twins. I mean, it's just such an odd role for Matt Damon to be in. Right. And then, he, what else was he in? Then he was in, uh, oh, that movie with Heath Ledger. I talk, I just talked about it. The Brothers Grimm with Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's such an odd movie for Matt Damon to be in. That is a weird in. one. So to go no, back, but, sorry, yeah, go to go back to looking like a celebrity, have you, there was a DJ set at an art installation in Columbus here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, do you know the name of this art installation where you can walk in and every room is its own art installation? It's very trippy, very modern artsy. Oh, is it Otherworld? Otherworld. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to a DJ set at Otherworld with a couple friends. Uh, I won't say their name, but Brandon can guess who this is. Uh, we weren't we weren't sober in a couple of different ways. <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> is the, he a serial killer? No, no. Oh, no, not that guy. No, no. I mean, yes, but, yes, but no. Shut up. 
I'm I'm standing here on this DJ set. I already feel kind of uncomfortable. I'm 31 years old now. Mm-hmm. At the time, I'm only like let's say 28 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm still like 10 years older than everybody in this fucking room. <laughs> I mean, it's a bunch of babies. This yeah. is one of my first times of feeling really old somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole time, this guy in the corner of the room is looking at me. And I kept telling my friend, I'm like, hey, this guy keeps looking at me. And he's being reassuring as he should be since we're not sober. He's like, no, you're fine. He's not looking at you. And I keep telling him, like, no, this guy's looking at me. This guy's, I swear to God, this guy looked just like little Wayne. He had about 10 chains around his neck. He had two women on his arms that looked like prostitutes. This guy had dreadlocks. He was awesome looking, but he yeah. kept looking at me, just not even shy. Yeah. And Jet, I almost said his name, kept telling me, he's not looking color. at you. This guy starts walking towards me, and I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. Why is this guy looking at me? He walks up to me. And he's clearly just, his pupils are so dilated. Yeah. He's having a good time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, can I get a picture with you? You look like, you look just like Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's going to be so disappointed in the morning when he's looking through his pictures. For the audience, I do not look nothing like like, Ryan Reynolds. Of all the people I would have thought of for Jake, Ryan Reynolds never would have really crossed my mind. No, Maybe Joseph Gordon-Levitt if he grew a good beard. (laughs) You know what I've been getting lately what? is Josh Groban, which oh, is a weird one. That is an odd one. I, I kind of can see you that. You can't decide if it's a compliment or not. Yeah. It's not a bad looking dude. Yeah. I got a little bit of a baby face going on. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of where it comes from. Yeah. I've been getting that one a lot. A little Josh Groban. Mm-hmm. Man. With a better voice. Yeah. It's talking about looking like certain people. I think this will give Justin a good one. There was this old, there was this homeless lady that used to come into the pub uh we had a not so nice name for her but she was not a nice person she was a really really mean-spirited person we called her trash can carla i mean i you know it's who not came a- up with this name was this brandon i feel like brandon's usually the i think n- brandon's I think the Nick- justin coined it because okay, she's a character in fallout Justin's giving a look like uh or maybe it was maybe it, was, it probably <laughs> may have been me uh, I know it was this. It was the same time Fallout Four came out. And there's a character in Fallout Four named Trash Can Carla. Okay. that's where it came from. So I, I was gonna but, applaud like said, the is... inventiveness at first, but <laughs> yeah. you're just copying a. Oh, that's name. what I do. I literally speak in references only. Okay, that's the that's the problem with my memory thing is that yeah. everything's already been done, so I only speak in references. So there is no personality. Yeah, it's I have just, no personality. Uh, I just only have other just things. assimilation. <laughs> yeah, I just assimilate other people. Um, and like I said, I know it's mean to say something like call somebody that or whatever, but. She constantly talked about how much she wanted to slit people's throats. Like, that was legit. She had... S- like, more sit- than once, obviously. Yeah, more than once. She referred to, like, it's like, oh, I'd slit her throat, no problem. Would she sit at the bar and drink? Was that type of patron? She would sit at the table right by the stage at Port City. Okay. And she would get drunk. And yeah, then, yeah. whatever. Well, there was one night, I'm this working bar, and it's, it's getting towards the end of the night. There's not that many people there. I keep looking over, and she's staring at me. I'm like whatever she talks to me you know i could talk to her she's not like batshit crazy you know i mean she's right you can actually talk to her she's not somebody who's speaking in math problems or some shit <laughs> like um so she keeps staring and every time i look over she's still staring at me i'm like what the fuck and then she gets up and comes tomorrow i'm like oh god what she want i come up she's like hey sorry i keep staring at you you look at this guy i used to fuck 
I'm like, oh God. Oh man. Why would you? I'm like, what am I did supposed say, to do with did that? Did you say thank you? Yes, I said, oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, <laughs> no, I did not. Oh. I look like a guy. I was gonna make another joke. I look joke. like a guy you're about to fuck is what you mean. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but then I was gonna like, I don't. I think I would have threw up. <laughs> like, I was like, what you am I supposed get to through the sentence? Yeah, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, okay. So I just went to the other end of the bar. I just yeah. hit from it. Like, I hit through from everything in my 20s. Yeah. I just hit from all of it. Just <laughs> shut like, yourself off. I'm like, you can go back to your table. You know, so you used to do this as well. I used to be really bad about ghosting people in my life. Mm-hmm. If, if it became inconvenient or hard oh, yeah, to interact with them. Real quick, because we, did we didn't see each other for, like, three years. From, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, after high school. I think we just randomly ran into each other at college. Yeah, very true. And yeah. that's and then we start hanging out again, and then and even after college, it became sparse there for yeah, a for a sparse. Well, most because you were traveling all the time, right? Uh, yeah, I became a travel nurse. Yeah. Uh, at the age of about twenty-two. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> nice. I hate that so much. Nice. <laughs> it's not funny. I don't know why you're laughing. I find it hysterical. <laughs> I like other people's pain to be hysterical. You like? <laughs> God, we we have a guy at work. Uh, I hope nobody. I'm glad nobody listens to this show because <laughs> he he would know. You son of a bitch. <laughs> he would he would know who I I'm talking about. He comes around every night, and he tells dad jokes. Yeah, doesn't just tell one dad joke though. He has like five ones like ready to fire off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tells them and he he tells them and he he hangs out. Yeah, super nice guy. I can feel like the joy sucking away from me and like entering his body. I'm like, is that the purpose of all these punny dad jokes? Mm-hmm. I think the purpose is to like pull joyness from other people and to suck it all in. Cause I'm sure it's all not getting enjoyment from these jokes. He's telling Yeah. every night that we work, he's working. It's every, every time he walks around, I almost have to walk away. Cause yeah. I just can't handle it. Sometimes it's too much. What's your opinion on dad jokes? Or, or puns in general. I, they kind of fall under the same category. They gotta be. They need to be rare. Right. Like just doing them all the time is just right. bad. You also have to be aware of how bad they actually are. Right. Like there was... Uh, I did this... I used to do this at the pub because I like to annoy people too. Right. You, used to, you we like used to, to suck there was, joy away a, from people. There's a brewery out there called Left Hand Brewery. And we had it on tap. familiar. And it went out. So I mm. went back to the, to the back. And I'm like, hey guys, the left hand brewery's out, all right? And then I just stood there, and like, and me, I like made sure I got like right into somebody's face when I said it. Like, right. I'm like, I'm literally from like six inches. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Uh, yeah, I know. I, it's just like I just want to. I want you to bask in how that horrible makes it you is. a bad person. I know. Like, I, it's like I'm like you have to be aware they're horrible. I think, and like just, I don't know. I don't know. You got to take them for what they are. Like, got it's all about delivery typically. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you can sit there, you can make dad jokes, but if you're like kind of, I, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain because everybody has their own certain timing and like ticks about themselves. And then, sometimes can make them just the worst thing in the world. The guy I'm referring to, I, I think he does a good job telling them. He, yeah, he, he he tells them because they're stupid. Yeah, like, he's aware of that. He's not trying to be funny in the traditional sense. Yeah, he's just trying to lighten the mood. Yeah, I think I'm the asshole because I feel like I'm the only person not enjoying it. <laughs> I just so you would not have liked because another thing I did at the pub was I, we had two different wine glasses we had like mm-hmm. these really small ones and real big ones yeah and sometimes hey guy and somebody ordered merlot I'm like do you want merlot or merlittle <laughs> that's a pretty good <laughs> I would like that actually 
No, yeah. I think I said that. I think I put it on like Facebook. I took like, a picture of him. Just put it on Facebook and asked that. You made a banner. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like put it on there. Like, and I think uh, Aaron, the owner of Port City, uh, Aaron Pros, said like you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't know. It's just like it just depends on how you do them, I guess. Yeah, like, that one's pretty good. Yeah. So there's there's good ones. Yeah. That almost transcends the idea of a. Mm-hmm. Pun though it's yeah. a little there's also like a there's also elevated. a visual gag in there as well. Well, true, yeah. yeah. So I'm a lot from her little. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope I forget that you said that, and I hope I say that to somebody. <laughs> All right. oh, it, that's like, my kind of my plan. It, yeah, like, because like, subconsciously burns into your brain, yeah. and it's like 15 years down the road. I'm gonna put that in the tumbler yeah, yeah, back you and, here. You and Marta open up a bottle of Merlot. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you want a little Merlot or a little Merlot? Uh, she's gonna hate my guts here uh, in 15 years. Oh yeah, she will despise you. Yeah, anything <laughs> I say, she likes me now. <laughs> yeah. But give it another 15 years. I can't wait till I get her on the, the on the podcast to talk about exclusively. The Rock with Nick Cage, Sean Connery. She loves to talk about movies. Yeah, she, she does. But we're not talking about. We're talking about one movie for three hours. <sighs> we're going to talk for it for longer than the movie is. She can. <laughs> one of the first conversations we ever had mm-hmm. was at work. We met. I was a travel nurse mm-hmm. at Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> I hate that too. And that's a cheap pop. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, she found out I was watching the show Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the show with Eva Green? I watched the first season of it, and I didn't watch it at the time. I watched yeah, it like yeah. a year ago or something. It's like that. so so. Yeah, uh, I had watched the first two seasons. She had just watched the fir- the last season, the third, mm-hmm. which was the final season. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, you watched Penny Dreadful." She's like, "Don't watch the third season because it's too much and it's not very good." Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you about it. She spent around seven hours telling me about this final season. She has a true... She's going to kill me for saying this. No, she's not. She she knows who she is. She's not going to listen. She's not going to listen. Nobody <laughs> listens to this. She she can tell a story. When she gets talking about a movie, she can... It can take her a longer time to talk about a movie than the actual movie itself. It's yeah. kind of impressive. Yeah. And not repeat herself. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I've had those. Com- I was gonna say I've had those conversations with Marta about like certain movies where I'm just yeah. like, she's like really going in depth to, like, what the fuck? Are yeah, it's yeah. Like, you're, like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and her, man. It's like it's, I said, it's a, a weird thesaurus of yeah. like movie facts. It's it's kind of comical. Yeah. Yeah. She it's, notices things in movies that I don't notice though. It's kind of nice. Yeah, like she'll sometimes say something to me about something I'm like I never would have thought about. We'll watch movie. a movie and she's like, "Oh my god, that movie had amazing costuming." Yeah. I think I was like the same thing I was going to say. I think she yeah. said something like that like, "Oh, the the, kind of, the outfits are so great in this." I'm like, "It's kind of a neat thing to notice." Cuz yeah. she'll also call it out like, "Ah, oh, the costuming is like kind of shitty in this movie." Yeah. Oh yeah, that I'm doesn't like, make sense or once, you, once she says it, you notice it. I'm like, yeah. "Oh yeah, it is kind of like not great, but yeah. It's like the last thing I'm going to notice, you yeah. know." Because we're dudes, bro. Looking That's at why. the tits, buddy. <laughs> My mother listens to this, Jake. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yes, she does. Does she really? Yeah. She oh. complains how much I curse. It's wonderful. Oh, no. Yeah. Has she just... brought it up? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. Like, the first three, I uh, I waited until about episode five or six before I put anything out there that I was doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So there was, like, you know, you had some, like, you could listen to. Get a backlog. Yeah, I had a little bit of backlog. So I think it was, like, five or six. So I posted there. And and I think it's episode three. I I said the c word, like oh, okay. out of complete nowhere. It's a big one. Yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, my bad. To sorry. put out into the ether. Yeah, it's like one of those. I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't. You know, ha- have you had to uh, edit out anything? 
No. Nah. What's, what's the you haven't you haven't done that yet? No. Nah. You haven't beeped yourself. No, nah, have not. There's a. I just found out Riverside has some uh, sound effects, so I can put sound like applause. So I'm I'm excited to kind of really fuck with people. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. I didn't know the setup here. I didn't know Justin's going to be here, which is amazing. <laughs> I thought I told you Justin was coming. My I, I kind of imagined us just sitting next, huddled up to a computer, yeah. like yelling towards a microphone. <laughs> That's my idea of podcasting. Yeah. I downloaded a soundboard. I'm not going to use it now. Okay. But it's a really good one. I actually, let me play something from it. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. I'm going to tee it up. See, tell, see how long it takes you to tell who this is. Oh, God. It's Samuel Jackson, isn't it? No. Thank you very much. That's really nice. Thank you. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is so many, so many <laughs> phrases. Just looking at them. The orange man. The, the, the orange, orange not in chief man anymore. Yeah. Uh, just so many phrases, dozens of them. Yeah. Of just words. Like, if I, if I wanted to reply absolutely to you... But my throat was parched. I could just go. Absolutely. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm not gonna do it's it. Like, it's like 2006 again. But I thought about <laughs> I thought about fucking with you with my yeah. own soundboard. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, no, but like I said, I, I threw the c word out there, and I immediately apologized for it. I was like, oh shit, you know, that's one that most people don't like hearing. Yeah. I try to do my best not to say certain words. Like my friend um, Taylor doesn't like like the b word yeah so i try my best not to say it it still comes out yeah i've said the c word again by accident again it's usually when i start talking soccer all of a sudden it flies out randomly yeah because i get in the english soccer mode in my head and then yeah, i start yeah. saying it um but no i said it and i was going oh, apologies and like when i posted that i had a podcast i had at the bottom I was like warning i curse a lot right and i didn't even realize how much i cursed until i listened back to the podcast i'm like right oh my god like even like this last episode i tried to cut back a little bit right and nope, it's just it's just all the time the f words flying out. Right. So my mom comes home, she's like, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, well, just she's like, you curse a lot. That's what she said. I'm like, well, I warned you, I warned you that I would. I'm not forcing you to listen to this. Yeah, podcast, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I warned you, mom. I did say I curse a lot. And I'm like, but just so you know, I say the c word in episode three. But I'm still mommy's good little. Boy. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I said the c word. You know, just just so you know, be prepared for that. She's like, oh, I already listened to that. I'm like, oh. God. <laughs> I'm like, now I live in a world where my mom heard me say the C word. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's a very odd existence to be in. She yeah, was, but she's probably looking at photos of you as a little boy after yeah. listening to that yeah, episode. Crying. He He's used like, to be such yeah. a nice little man. Yeah, she's got like fucking bars of soap like piled high at the house right now, just waiting for me to come home for Christmas <laughs> and just wash it out. Were you a cute kid? <laughs> I don't know. Was I? Did you feel. I don't know, man. I, I don't remember who was a cute kid. I don't remember. Did what, you feel like somebody what do you mean was like a cute kid? Did you feel threatened that someone was going to kidnap you no. when you were a child? Then you weren't a cute kid. <laughs> I mean, I. Did you? Did you feel like no? Was I was an ugly fucking kid. <laughs> Nobody was going to kidnap me. Sounds like a great. That sounds like a great kind of almost like sketch commercial thing. If you were like a cute, almost like uglify your kid or something if like you that. Were keep cute, <laughs> if you were a cute kid, I. I, I, I guarantee you, you would feel the pressure of people wanting to kidnap you. There's no way you wouldn't feel that. All right. So for the seven people who are listening to the podcast, actually, I think uh, right now it says the average is about 15 people listen. That's a lot of people. I don't mean, yeah, I don't What's know. the demographics I'm, there? Give me the breakdown. Um, I think it's like average 70, age. 70, actually, most of them's our age, 28 to th 28 to 34. Is okay. The, kind of that. Um, 
it gives me a country breakdown too. I'm at like 950 listens or something. Average like that. country. Yeah, uh, most of the countries United States. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool. My buddy Dennis lives in New Mexico, and he told me he was listening. And then I oh, see New no Mexico shit. pop up on the thing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, there's Dennis. Yeah, he's not a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm in the southeast or the southwest <laughs> now. Like I'm getting to that market. Um, no, oh, oh, the cute kid thing. I don't know. I guess like anybody who's listening who was a cute kid, did you ever feel like you were going to be kidnapped? Email the yeah, podcast. Yeah, send can you, a message, post it on my re- Facebook. Can or... you receive emails? Yeah, I've never posted my email, though. I keep thinking about oh. doing an actual email account for the podcast Dude. itself. I, I keep meaning to set it up, but I just don't get around question, to it. That's like the basis of all podcasts. I know. Listener, then, well, listener I've, I've questions. done a couple questions. I've done answered. I have answered a few questions that right. people have asked me. It's been mostly like people from work or something like that. Right, right. Um, actually, the question about what I miss most about drinking was one of them. So oh, thanks nice. for helping me retread something I've already <laughs> talked about, Jake. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I could listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah, if you only, you know, if only a real friend who would listen to the podcast, yeah, yeah. you know, the guy you've known longer than almost anybody is doing. <laughs> I hang out with you enough. You do Anything you yeah. say on I know, here, the thing, I mean, I already like, have heard it. That was like my worry. It's like you get on here, it's like, what are we going to talk about? Because yeah. we talk about the same shit all the time. Right, right. <laughs> we want to get 20 minutes in, I'm like, well, that's the show, everybody. <laughs> I Whereas, had, like, you know, me and Lauren don't see each other as much, so we had, like, all this fun stuff to kind of cover. Yeah, how often do you and Lauren tend to see each other nowadays? <laughs> a couple times a year. He's, since I've moved into this apartment, he's came up three times, I think. Gotcha. And then, usually if I go down, I'll always try to stop into the pub or something like that. Right, right. And I'll see him. I usually go down to Frankenstein to see uh, the Shining Light of Soda County, Mona. That's uh, the nickname I gave her on here. Oh. The Shining Light of Soda County. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's deserving. She's wonderful. Um, yeah, so like four times a year probably, four gotcha. or five maybe. So it's probably once because, God, I go down once every six weeks. Gotcha. And sometimes I go down and I don't go into the pub, so it's around that time. Right. And it's so hard. Like, we were making jokes earlier about the whole phone thing with him. Yeah. Like, getting him on the podcast – was a pain in the Took ass. Took some coordination. Yeah, it did. It was like I had to go down weeks in advance. I'm like, hey, I need you to, it's like, when are you ready to do this? And I, one time I go down, I'm like, he said he's almost ready. And I go down, and he's in California. Oh, just, he's just funny. gone. And I'm like, when's he, like, when's he come back? Like, always oh, a couple weeks. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I was like, oh, I just need to ask Corey for the day off. I'm like, okay. Right. And then I start thinking, I'm like, I'm going to have to ask Corey when Lauren can have the day off to come up here and do it. Because <laughs> he's going to keep forgetting, and then eventually right. he messes me, hey, I got that Wednesday off. I'm like, dope. Nice. Yeah. So you're you're going to try to make this a semi-regular thing, Wednesdays? Uh, when I have guests. And Just when you have guests. It's going... and when I have guests, I want to have special episodes. Like, right. You know, I was telling you before we went on about the special episodes, I've, I've talked about the special episodes multiple times the past few weeks. Okay. Um, yeah, like that, like kind of... I don't know. I don't know how often I'll have people on. I'm, mm. I've have like eight, nine different people who've like, oh yeah, I'll definitely be on. Yeah. You were one of them. Then there was Lauren, obviously. I asked Jay Bell. He says he's not interesting. I'm like, yeah, but like, who gives a shit? Like, Dude. I'm I'm the only one who fucking matters because I'm the only one who actually listens regularly. <laughs> I mean, Justin would be better than me and Lauren for sure. Absolutely. But me and me and Justin got other things in the works, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Got, um, he's Justin's doing all the important work here. Yeah, he's doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> um, then we have <laughs> I talked to a couple of my old Bear Burger friends about coming on. They're, yeah. They said they would do it, and then I I've made fun of my sister for not coming on because she was supposed to be the first guest and she never did. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Oh, actually, real quick, I gotta take a sidebar. 
Um, I'll probably have to redo this Sunday. But my niece, Ryan, had her first baby yesterday. So congratulations to her. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's my mom's seventh step great grandbaby. Oh, wow. Yeah. My wild there's a lot of kids in this fucking family. a lot of kids like i saw a few of them the other week i'm like who are you enough for a <laughs> enough for a basketball team with two on the bench yeah man that's a good rotation right there that's how i compare we, uh, amount of grant when i have a patient tell oh, me no. the amount of grandchildren they have you got you're on the celtics that's right you're dude. On the, i was eagles we knocked you out in sixth grade year I remember that now. Dude, you guys were badass. Yeah, we only had like six kids on our team. Well, it was Celtics, Eagles, and the Hawks were the the three good – Hawks were the best team. Yeah, they kicked our ass in the championship game. Yeah. I just remember knocking you guys out. Remember Chris Thomas, shock, shock, got into a fight in the – Or like started like trying to throw a punch or something at the end of uh, the Eagles-Celtics playoff game because he's Chris. Love Chris, but he's a wild man. He's a wild one. Yeah. Do you think you could win a fight right now? No. You don't think you think you could fight? No, I throw one punch and I bet my whole fucking rotator cuff would just fall off, just completely disintegrate. Yeah, I think I would throw one punch, like, oh my god, what did I just do? I'm down for like six months now. Okay, if somebody's trying to kidnap your loved ones, what's up with you and kidnapping? I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about children here. Somebody trying to kidnap my cute kid? No, you don't have a child. Well, I mean, hypothetically, if they're cute, I mean, you don't know. I actually, I, I talked about this. You don't know if this. you'd have a cute kid. One of the, I, I've told this before. One of my greatest jokes I ever said was, uh, was before my brother Nathan decided that he was going to have kids. Mm-hmm. My mom said that I was going to be the first one to give her like grandbabies or whatever. Yeah. I said, Mom, I'm like Johnny Appleseed. I'm planting them all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know. Maybe they're out there. No, yeah. they're not. I don't think they are. No, you look like a pretty virile guy. I've yeah. seen that chest hair. Yeah. When I had the video podcast, someone, man, you really saw the chest hair. Someone with that much chest hair has to be virile. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you don't um, feel virile? What's that even fucking mean? I feel like that means something very directly. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. If I'm being kidnapped, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I would have to. But I, I think for the next like week or so, I'll be taking a like a taking it easy. Yeah. Calling to work and say, I, I got to take a couple weeks off. Like, I had to do some strenuous stuff. Like, I, I sometimes, I like, agree. I, we got to move this fucking piano. I might take Friday off. <laughs> Preemptively. <laughs> yeah. Hey, boss, hey, I'm, a, I'm bo- moving a piano. Boss, I'm, I'm, a, I'm about <laughs> to move a piano. I'm, I'm going to be out of Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be half a day on Friday. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to be able to more effectively move this piano if I know. Yeah, I got I'm two days to recover. Day yeah. Because of it. I need two days to recover. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. I feel you, man. I yeah. blew a hammy doing nothing. Yeah. It's well, uh, pretty sad. I remember, I haven't done it. Like, I used to, I've thrown my back out like a couple times over the years. Well, Me oddly, too. Me too. Oddly, I have not done it for like 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like, it's not something that started happening. That's when you were a young dude. Yeah, I was like, you know, early 20s, you I think did. think that was weird compensation from your accident? Maybe. Do people on the podcast know about this accident that you had? I've I've mentioned it. I've never went into detail. Mildly life defining accident. We'll, we'll basically, it probably is like life defining moment for me. Right. Because I I became a really different person afterwards. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know. I I I want to do more digging in therapy about that before right. I kind of really want to talk about a lot of it because I remember a lot of stuff being a kid to what I am now, and I'm like, and I feel like the car accident was the moment it kind of switched. Okay. But I don't know why or if it's or if I'm just haven't dug deep to see where some of the changes were, right? Or what even those changes mean. Um, now, what were we talking about? 
you fucking idiot. You, you, you ruined my train of thought. No, let's go to something else. No, no, no. We, I had something good. I had something good. Uh, kidnapping people. You're making fun of me for kidnapping cute kids. Right. Your mom, your Johnny Appleseed. I said Johnny, you know. You have chest hair. Come on. This is also part of your job, Justin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hurt my back. Okay. Been t- oh, hurt been when I hurt my years. back. When I hurt my back. <laughs> One time I hurt my back closing a car door. So you saying just, it's like standing there pulling your hamstring. Yeah, yeah. Like I I was on a date. I can't. We just went back doing to. Doing something very normal. Went back to her place or my place. I can't remember which oh, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's her man. place. I should have had a, a soundboard <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, like, I just got up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Don't. Don't. Let me cue it up. Say it again. <laughs> uh, no, I got out of the car, and I closed the door, and I just go, uh, like, just make that noise. And she's like, what was that? Uh, I'm like, oh. I hurt my back. Oh, no. And I just locked, completely locked up. Yeah. And, like, oh, it was... For like three days, could not do much of anything. Had to go to work, and like I'm just. Oh, uh, I've been there a couple. times. Yeah, and like I'm working at the pub, so like sometimes I had to move like me. kegs, oh, and it's yeah. just like, hey, I need help moving this completely empty keg that weighs three pounds of metal. <laughs> like it, I need help. It consists of mildly bending over. Yeah. Like, Did you get the sciatic pain at all with your back injury? No. No. Okay. So I've had that a few times. I, there's the a guy shooting, work, lightning pain yeah, going down. There was this guy. I've never right seen anybody with like really bad like sciatic, like sciatic, whatever pain. Mm. Um, until a couple weeks ago, my buddy Rob had it, and it just looked like his. I, he looked like uh, a newborn calf trying to walk around. The fuck did you just do? We good, Come on, Justin. <laughs> You're falling apart over there. All right, we're good. <laughs> um, does he always have this back pain, or is no, this no, just no, a no. single? It just kind of time. came out of nowhere. Right, right. Yeah. See, I have. Uh, I don't know. Every time my friend Bree, you know Bree, you mosh pitted with her at a Frank Turner show. Yeah, yeah. Um, from uh, Nashville. Every, yeah, she's yeah, a massage yeah. therapist, and sometimes you know I'll get massages, and she's like, "Your back is just completely jacked, knotted like, up." Yeah, just so knotted up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah," and I can't. And those just like work on my like shoulder blades or whatever. No, don't touch them. I yeah. flip out every time. I just can't do it for some reason. Right. I I've had know. a. I've had one deep tissue massage. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was deep tissue. The guy mm-hmm. was just a freaking monster that gave it. <laughs> we went to Dublin. Yeah. Uh, we did a couples massage. Mm-hmm. I think it was for a birthday or something for Marta. Yeah. And she got this petite little cute girl to give her a massage. Mm-hmm. And you I got was like, this I was su- big husky Hungarian I was dude. Super happy about it, man. This yeah. guy was a monster. Just <laughs> so hairy. Yeah. He was a thick boy <laughs> and he worked me over. I mean, he worked me over. It was felt amazing. Oh. I was making noises. A grown man should not make. <laughs> Guy. Wasn't like that episode of Seinfeld where George gets his massage and it's like the dude and he just he just keeps freaking out the whole time. <laughs> no, I was into. I was happy when I saw him. I'm like, oh, this guy, yeah. he can get into the nooks yeah, he's, and crannies. He's, he's gonna get. He's gonna get deep in. He's gonna get deep in me here. He's gonna. Uh, he's gonna open me up. He's gonna open me right <laughs> God, up. I hate you. My mom listens to this, Jake. Come on. I didn't say that. I'm just repeating what you said. <laughs> well, you brought it on. You, I did bring yeah. it on. Oh shit. Massages. I need Brady to come up here and give me a goddamn massage. That's what I need. She charge you money for this? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she does. How much does she charge you? Bree, if you're listening, uh, tell me how much you charge me for massage. Yeah. I forget. I could text her, but nah. You should have a lineup of uh, people waiting for her. Would she like that? 
Yeah, probably. You had like four guys up here. Yeah. In your house. Yeah, just waiting. We're just like they're all sitting on my sectional in there, just all, like waiting. We're all drinking milk and we're slightly sweaty already before the massage. <laughs> it's like the McPoyles from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, God. Come on in. Yeah. That's the other like greatest comedy ever might be for like me going way back early in the, sh- like yeah. early in the show. It's Always Sunny's way up there, too. It's a, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. 30 Rock, It's Always Sunny. Uh, Rest Development. Community had a peak that was really high. Yeah, like yeah, the highs of community is wonderful. Yeah, it's hard I'm, to it's hard to say something was yeah. a lot better than that. Yeah. We started watching Superstore recently. I think you told you told me a little bit about so, it. So so similar to The Office. And, yeah. Uh, almost as funny. It's really <laughs> good. For, now we'll say the I greatest, recommend that. I think for the sure. greatest comedic moment in any TV show I've ever watched is The Office opening with the fire drill. Oh yeah. To me, that is the like the funniest thing I've ever watched. Right. Like on at least in a TV show. Well, everybody's in character during yeah. a lot of these parts, which is what people aren't just doing. They're doing dumb stuff. But yeah. They're doing dumb stuff. That is pretty much in character. Yeah, that's in line with like, what their character. You know would do. these characters. Yeah. This is stuff they would react this way in this situation, which mm-hmm. is what makes it funny. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of comedies fail at that. Yeah. The characters are just doing random bullshit. Yeah. That's what I'm rewatching. Like uh, How I Met Your Mother a little bit. Right. And there's, it's, it holds up better than I thought it would because I don't watch hardly well, anything with we, laugh tracks. We rewatched it recently as well. So yeah. That's a big Marta favorite. Yeah. She loves Barney and Robin, mm-hmm. which I think is everybody's two favorite characters, yeah. I'm sure. But mm-hmm. uh, they are really good characters. Yeah. But like, like watching, like, I, I was wondering, like, is this going to hold up at all? Because, like I said, I don't watch anything laugh track anymore. Yeah. Outside of, like, old stuff like Cheers or uh, Taxi. Right. Not, not Thomas said Taxi Driver, which is not a comedy. That is yeah, a yeah. very dark movie with uh, Robert De Niro, yeah. which is a wonderful movie. That is a good movie. Yeah. There's um, another one, All in the Family, with uh, Archie Bunker as yeah. being this really racist dude. Not sure if I've watched a single episode of that. It is great, because he yeah. usually learns his lesson in the end, which is always the important part. That's what I like about... Um, I remember rewatching something that's not that old, The League, and I rewatched it. I yeah. hated it. I hated rewatching yeah. it. Yeah. Like I, I I used to love it like so much, and I rewatched. I think, it. I'm like, I, I think don't like I did the same all. thing. Yeah, tried to rewatch it. There was on, and I'm like, yeah. yeah I like the Rafi stuff because it's pure chaos. Yeah, Rafi is very funny. Yeah, until yeah. they start like really explaining his backstory and stuff, and I'm like, he's yeah. They did a season here. where he's like off by himself the whole time. Yeah, and it was really did not work. Yeah, they start at all. like overusing him. He was like he was perfect when he's like once, maybe twice a season showing up. Right. Yeah, but what? then they started like he's kind of showing up more regularly. And I'm That's like, most shows. Yeah, they start like kind of running out of ideas. Like, oh, you've heard the term. What is it? Like, Flanderization. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're basically making characters more extreme every season. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard from you know podcasts with TV writers. It's really really hard not to fall into that. Yeah. You have to fight against the tide of making your characters more extreme mm-hmm. every single season until they're a complete caricature of themselves. Yeah. But a lot of shows do do that. Just like on The Office, Kevin becomes yeah, completely like, he mentally kinda, handicapped like, by the end. Yeah, he's basically, you know, at the beginning, he's kind of just, he's not even, like, dumb. He's, yeah, just, he's, he's kinda, very quiet, he's like kind of reserved. He's kind of a dull guy. Yeah, he's just dull. Then he kind of, he didn't even come, like, oh, he's childish and kind of a little bit, like, dumbish. Yeah, yeah. And then by the, it's also Andy in uh, Parks and Rec is probably the most egregious one I can think of. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. he just kind of, like, this lovable loser type. Then right. by the end, like... How does right. this guy make it to this point of his life without he's a, dying? He's a cartoon character. Yeah, he's literally cartoon stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's one show that I don't rewatch ever is Parks and Rec. 
Me neither. No. I don't know. Not as to... rewatchable. Yeah. The Office is rewatchable to me. Yeah. 30 but, Rock is. Uh, uh, going back to my original moment with The League, uh, one reason why I it fell off for me and why I love It's Always Sunny so much more is that in The, in the League, they're always horrible people to everyone all the time. It's right. not like they're just horrible to each other. Right. They're horrible to everybody all the time, but sometimes they win. Right. And I don't like that when horrible people are winning. Right. And that's what's so great about It's Always Sunny, is that usually they're horrible people doing horrible things, and their lives are usually end up so much worse than when they started. And they, never put, they think they're being the best people. And they never put two and two together. They yeah. never learn a lesson. Uh-huh. They never, they never, learn they or, never they, grow from anything. Yeah, they always they just regress the entire time. It just makes time. them a worse person. Yeah, they just can constantly regress, and they just don't understand that it's their own faults. And, right. like, and they're not friends. They're stuck with each other. Right. That's what the crux of the show is. They're not actual friends who like hanging out with each other. It's like there's nobody else who will hang out with me, so I'm stuck with these people. Right. The only people who are friends are Frank and Charlie. That's right. it. And that's because they're just absolute nutcases. <laughs> yeah. I hear your neighbor upstairs. Mm-hmm. How's uh, how's your neighbor and yours relationship going? I don't know. I talked to him like once a month maybe. Just once a month? Yeah. I remember he was annoying you with oh, yeah, taking the trash with... out. Yeah, Explain that like, situation. It's kind of so, slightly odd. So what would happen is like if I would leave the trash out overnight, let's say, you know, picked up on Tuesday and mm. I don't, and I forget to bring it back up Wednesday, I'd get a text message like, hey, you know, just so you know, the trash is empty. You need to bring it back up. I'm like, right. I'm get, I'll get to it. It's not that He's big a bit a of a Nazi but then, like, about he that. Pulled, there was, like, it was like early when I lived just got here basically after like two months. He's like, yeah, I just don't want people to think the place is abandoned. Well, I mean, I think it would take a lot more than that. I'm like, uh, the lights are on. Yeah. Um, it's obvious people live here. It's not like the place is overgrown. Like, right. Also, what? Place is abandoned. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand it, but still does it every once in a while. Really? Yeah. He used to like remind me. It's just like his thing, I guess. Yeah. If I would like not take the trash out or something like that, sometimes he'd send me a text message. You not go? I'm like, I don't have any trash in there. He'd be like, Oh, hey, trash is this Tuesday. I'm like, Yeah, trash is. I live by myself. Yeah, yeah, trash is every Tuesday. I know. I work a lot. Yeah, he would constantly do that stuff, and he's tapered off of it now. That's kind of his one thing, I guess. Yeah, it's like really bad. Um, he has a friend that comes over. Once every like six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, who has no idea how loud he likes to do things. Just walking around. Just walking around, like he's like stomping. He's significantly everywhere. louder than your neighbor. Yeah. See, like I rarely notice him up there. No, you can unless barely... he like if he drops something, I'll hear it. Yeah, yeah. When the That's other guys, good, when the other guys here, I know when he's moving. Right. I know exactly where in that apartment upstairs he's at at all right. times. And then sometimes he doesn't understand that um, it's not okay to start vacuuming at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's the not the guy that's up there now, the, right. the friend. He'll vacuum at 6 o'clock in the morning, right above my bedroom. I'm like, what the fuck that's are you doing, worst. man? Come on. That's one of the things I love most about our apartments in the short north. Yeah. Me and Marta lived in these apartments that were built in, I think, the 1890s mm-hmm. was when they started getting built. Yeah. Oh. Swear to God, if you looked at the walls from the outside, they were a solid. Yeah, they looked yeah, like they were right. three feet thick yeah. of just concrete. Like, you wouldn't even know you have a neighbor living in these apartments. Yeah. We lived on the top story, which helped, of course. Oh, so yeah, I'm not really sure if we were ever loud mm-hmm. for the people below us, yeah. but at least from our neighbors on the edge. And that apartment was a rotating door. Yeah. I mean, there was a different person living there every six months. I don't know if they knew something that we didn't know. Yeah. We're still kicking, though, so. Yeah. Uh, made it. Yeah. It's still uh, here. But, yeah, you couldn't hear anything in that apartment, which yeah. was pretty nice. That's what the my last apartment on Summit, um, 
I think we just had wonderful downstairs neighbors. Yeah. Never heard a freaking peep out of them. Yeah. The only time you'd hear them is when their dogs would kind of go crazy in, like, the stairwell area. Yeah. Where, like, you know, it's a little bit thinner. So you'd hear them, like, kind of doing stuff there. That's the only time you'd hear, like, them was their dogs going crazy. Yeah. And then um, they subletted their apartment when they moved to Florida until yeah. their lease was up. And the girl that moved in, she would do anything and you'd hear it. I'm like, did oh, those, yeah. the other two just, like, sit down there and never move? Like, did it's they just, funny, like, yeah. It's like, it's like, she would just, like, kind of, like, it wasn't like she was, stu- it wasn't like loud stuff. It was like she would close the door and you'd hear it. And you're like, right. Okay. I'm like, it's weird. Then she was always asking us to turn stuff down. I'm like, nope. Not right. happening. Not happening. I'm listening to my I'm Un- to think of a compromising. Over there. Yeah. Lauren's listening to the same Beatles record for the 7,000th time. So we're going to have to listen to it at full blast at 4 o'clock in the morning. Brandon, which was some, weird because Brandon somehow thinks he's too good for the Beatles, which is a really <laughs> weird stance to take. I don't know, man. They have one good song. Oh, God. It's so weird. Strawberry Such Fields a weird Forever. Take. Is that it? Yep, that's it. That's the one good song. The only good Beatles song, Strawberry Fields Forever. I went to Strawberry Fields. Yeah. In London. Yeah. There was a... <laughs> and the oh, only God. Reason that... There was like a homeless guy with that captured a pink or a uh, pigeon. Yeah. I swear, a homeless guy had a hold of a pigeon at strawberry fields and the yeah. sad thing is that's the only thing i can remember from strawberry fields i went there yeah and all i can picture is this homeless guy holding a pigeon yeah that's it that's the story went to strawberry fields in london yeah well i'm reacting to that story as well as that story was told <laughs> thank you whoops <laughs> oh god this is the if anybody is keeping count this is the seventh thing dropped yeah we're dropping shit all over the place <laughs> it's a mess Oh, man. So there was two things I wanted to do on this podcast. Okay. I'm not going to do either. Mm -hmm. The first was the Trump soundboard. (laughs) I thought that was a good idea. (laughs) The second one was, there's actually three. Second one I'm not going to do. I really wanted to start sneaking in hints that I might be a Holocaust denier. Uh, you, you start throwing like some random shit at me. I'm like, oh, I what really, the fuck am I supposed to do with it's this? It's not going to happen. I really wanted to somehow say like. Hey, throw out a conspiracy I theory. I really wanted to be like, oh, really? Six million? <laughs> I really wanted to say that. Aww. We we would have something to talk about for the next 10 years. Yeah. There isn't a small part of you that wishes I was a Holocaust denier. We nah, because all- like, right now, if you've been if you've been listening to the podcast, I've been going really hard at like uh, anti semites and stuff like that, like really hard at them. Right? Because uh, it, we would have something because it's been growing and it's really driving me up the fucking. We wall. would have something to talk about for the next ten years. That's all we would talk about. But I would never want to talk about that. Oh come on! Yeah, because you love me. See, you can yeah, look. Past I, I love my... you, Jake. But there's certain parts <laughs> that I'm like, there's certain things that I just I won't take bullshit with, right. and um. There's somebody I know who's a, who believes there's it's a flat Earth, and I just cannot fucking do it. Where do you I think that, Where do you think that comes from? Like what? It's, what's it's, the wish fulfillment there? Like what are the what hole are they trying to fill besides the hollow it's core anything, of the Earth? A lot of stuff that's going on right now that like really blends into conspiracy theories, in my opinion, is that it's um, having more because con- you know we're constantly finding out all these things. And the only thing that's really unknown in the world today is stuff that very, very few people were able to comprehend like mm-hmm. deep physics stuff or really high end science stuff. Right. You know, I'm never going to comprehend how to function at the speed of light, how to make right. that possible. Even if it is, if it is even possible, I have right. no idea how that works. Right. You know? So I think it's at some form it's controlling your own narrative and your own life. So, right. you know, you have, and also it's just, a culmination of conspiracy theory in hysteria, I guess. Right. Like it's been happening 
probably for the last 20 years that's really been building and building and building. Right. You see it more like these has become more mainstream too, like conspiracy right. theories, like just um, 9-11 was an inside job or like some of the really out, not even really, really out there stuff. Do you think it's that people want to be smarter than other people? Basically. It's really boring. That's basically kind of what I'm really... getting at. It's like kind of wanting to feel like you're actually smarter than everybody in right. the room and like kind of over, like uh, overcompensating for your own kind of short. Like to them, they don't sound smart if they just agree with the majority. The only, right. to the, I think some people, and, the only way to say sound smart is to disagree with the majority. Yeah. Which is a weird, like, yeah, that's like my that's thing. such a weird they thing. They always that say some it's like, have. Oh, um, they're speaking out against like the majority. Uh, the only reason more don't do is because they make so much money. And I'm like, no, the people who speak out against the majority are the ones who make the most money. Right. Like, you know, people who do the flat earth stuff are just all, they're all fucking snake oil salesmen. They're, right. they're literally just like preying on you to make more money. I wonder what percentage of them, I'm sure some of them believe it. Yeah, like, like, but most of them are the minions. The people who oh, I see what usually you're perpe- perpetuate the, the people it. with a voice. Yeah, the people with the, like, the highest voice are the ones who are making the most money and they keep pushing it. Right. Even when they are looked at blatant evidence in their face of that they're wrong, right. it still goes like, you know, like, well, shit, well, this is my money train. The, is that yeah. the conspiracy theory that offends you the most? It not, might not even offend you might the be most. It gets underneath your skin. I it gets say. under my skin the most. Yes, the it does. flat Earth gets. That's under a my funny skin. one to get underneath your like skin. Like that one. Um, I do think Holocaust denying is also another one. Because I, it's not that long ago. I joke about you know, it. Like when you say certain things happened in like two thousand years ago. Right. Okay. You like can, the pyramids, like mystery. Yeah. The, pyra- the yeah the pyramids were built by aliens. Okay. Nobody's alive from back then. <laughs> right. That fucking that witnessed it. So okay, you can say whatever fuck you want about it. Right. It's dumb. You're very stupid if you believe that. Right. But the right whole, angles, there's literally man. people who survived the goddamn Holocaust still walking among us. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, right. no, that didn't happen. It's like, and people don't realize how sloppy human beings are. Mm-hmm. For a group of people to have that much communication and coordination with each other to mm-hmm. have a mass lie like that. Yeah. Really don't think it's possible. Yeah. Like I've worked at major, I've worked at Yale university hospital. Mm-hmm. I've worked in their ICU. Yeah. You get a group of doctors trying to work together to save someone's life. It's yeah. messy. It's mm-hmm. never as smooth as you want it to be. Yeah. Like people are not very good at coordinating and working together. Mm-hmm. In these perfect ways, it's always messy. There's yeah. always leaks all over the place. Even when you are so motivated to make stuff run as smoothly smoothly as possible, yeah, it never works that way. And that's like the part of like you know having so many people work together. It's also like they're like, oh, you know, these people only say it to pay, you know, because they pay them to stay silent because they know it's actually flat. And I'm like, they're right. paying millions upon millions of people because it's not just certain scientists. It's like every archaeologist. Right. It's every Geology is all these different people in all these different science fields. Right. Millions of people right. that they're all paying. It's like they're like that's not fucking worth it. Right. It's all about making money in the end. Is usually the new world order is all about stealing everybody's money. And, people, and it's like so they're going to waste all of it to keep up a lie that doesn't affect your life at all. Because that's my I think that's right. my biggest issue with flat Earth mm-hmm. is that if I found out tomorrow that the Earth is flat, my life literally does not change. No, that's true. Like it's just like oh. Okay, like it's like there's no grand control scheme behind it. Like you know, I like because right. like when they say vaccines are to control people, mm-hmm. dumb, but whatever. Like you can at least get the idea behind it. Did they say the vaccines got activated a couple weeks ago? Yeah, did you hear that? I oh. think they they get activated every couple weeks. Okay, yeah, I'm just waiting. <laughs> yeah, they're which is always great because they're activated because they're going to start killing more people because we need to start controlling the population. Yeah, which is hilarious to me because why would you kill off the people who are going to do everything you say? 
instead of the people who never listen to you. If you so, follow, like, you give the vaccine to the people who are sheep, why right. would you kill them and have to deal with the people who won't listen to you ever and will fight back against you? Why would you do that? That's it, a dumb thing to and do. And if you follow, like, I follow <laughs> economics a little bit. Like, yeah. I read a little bit. The whole basis of today's capitalism is based on growth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. whole idea is to continue growing forever and forever and mm-hmm. forever. That's the only way the stock market's going to continually rise if mm-hmm. everything keeps growing. The main way something grows is through population growth. Mm-hmm. That's what rich people want. They want the population to, they want to isolate themselves away from the poor people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. Yeah. Because they're gross. Because poor people are gross. <laughs> uh, speaking as a fellow poor. <laughs> as fellow, <laughs> speaking as a fellow poor. Yeah. Uh, but they want there to be more poor people. Mm-hmm. Look at J- Japan has a very stagnant population. Mm-hmm. They actually have, I think, a decelerating population yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like them, Russia, like in terms of like major nations that have a decelerating. Right. Like, South Korea's Korea, also as well. South Korea is a big one right now, too. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but their, uh, I can't think of the name of their, like the equivalent of their S&P 500, mm-hmm. ours has grown. I mean, if you look at the chart, it's going mm-hmm. at a, it's going 45 degree angle. It's going up since the 90s. Right. It dips and it goes up and it goes down, but it's going up. Japan's yeah. at a flat line for the past 30 years. Their economy is actually in pretty good shape. Their stock market sucks because mm-hmm. their population's the same. Mm-hmm. And you can't really have growth without continual population growth yeah which isn't healthy for the earth mm-hmm. i'm not like, super excited about we just passed eight billion people on this earth yeah i, think I saw the headline a couple days ago yeah. yeah yeah i wonder who that baby was give him a sucker i guess I don't give know. him a sucker give him a eight, prize eight billion. Give, him, give him eight billion dollars give him eight billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> i mean the lottery a couple weeks like, like a week ago was two billion so yeah i can't could, could you imagine I spent four, yeah, me and my buddy Todd put 40 bucks into that. Yeah, I it, could not even We imagine. won, now we put 80 bucks in. I won $4. Nice. Uh, I was really hoping that like Jeff Bezos would win the lottery for oh, that. Just to imagine, see, just, just to imagine, see the chaos. Yeah, just to see, it would be riots. It would have brought me a lot of happiness if yeah. somebody like I also Elon won, Musk won the lo- $2 billion yeah. lottery. Yeah. It'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, and he can use it to try to save himself from this goddamn Twitter deal. Hi, <laughs> dude. It's so funny. Dude. I, uh, I've been talking about, I quit Twitter a couple weeks ago. Like I still oh, have, did you really? I, I get on it on my computer sometimes just to like randomly. And did you use Twitter I, a lot? Not really. I mostly post, like I, I would go through like stuff and watch yeah, random yeah. things, but it got, it's so damn negative all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've never it, it's used all, it. It's like, it's, it's, they accuse Facebook of doing the same thing, which Facebook is the same, except it's just basically the, more of the right side echo chamber where the Twitter's a little bit more left side echo chamber. Uh, they're all kind of just complaining about the same thing and right. only talking to people who agree with them and that whatever, sucks. you know. But my issue comes down to it's so it's like it's fear mongering at a certain point. Everything is just the worst thing that's ever happened. Well, it's, it's, it's it's basically what they all complain about. The news is always like, you know, they're just sensationalizing everything. So you continuously right. click and you continuously well, watch well, and you continually make them money. So there's all these people who've gotten famous basically doing that. Like, you know, what do people call it? Doom scrolling? Yeah. It's like an addiction, right? Yeah. Like, people know that's that's what's going to make you keep clicking. Mm-hmm. It's what's going to make you keep yeah. watching cable news. And that's what I just talked about it. Um, growing up such a fan of Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart mm. cons- like constantly fought against news stations being that way. Right, right. That's why he always called him out for it, sensationalism. You know, it's like mm-hmm. uh, he said, like, you know, the 24-hour news cycle was made for 9-11. So when right. 9-11's not happening, you've got to make 9-11 happen. Right, right. So, like, you know, that's why 
Obama wearing a tan suit was four days worth of news. God, I miss those days. I, I kind of do too, really. Yeah. Jesus. Let's and talk about I, Obama's I even like, tan suit And then like more. using like the like, opposite. And I talked about, um, you know, when Trump went to Puerto Rico after their uh, was earthquake or it was hurricane. Yeah. And uh, he was basically... Like a, he was a doofus. He was shooting the uh, toilet paper and the ta- paper towels like a basketball like, yeah, to people. Like he looked yeah. like a fucking doofus. I remember. But at yeah. the same time, it was like two days worth of news about how right. horrible it was. I'm like, is it really fucking worth the news? I mean, right. yeah, he looks like an idiot, but is it really worth talking about this right. much? No, it's not. Right. It's not the worst thing that's ever fucking happened. We got damn drone strikes killing children out here. Do you really give a shit? No. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to put on record on who's going to be president? Here in two years, 2024, <sighs> can you pull a name out of your ass and just, uh, I don't know because there, there's too many, there's too many things. Do the Democrats if, have anybody, a backup? I have no idea, but if DeSantis and Trump run, right. it doesn't matter. That'd be amazing. If they both run, it doesn't yeah. matter. Whoever, who they could throw me in there as the, the Democrat candidate. No, I would win because the it. other side split. Yeah. Which, I, there's this guy I follow named. You could named, declassify stuff with your mind if you became president. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, shit, I could do that. I could finally find out who killed JFK and see if my uh, paper about it in college was correct. I said the mafia did it. Okay. That's, no, I was, that's I was kinda, definitely like I definitely leaned into it. kind of writing a paper about the JFK assassination. Well, it was part of my senior thesis. It was like, it was a like a mini part of my senior thesis. Oh, okay. Uh, my thesis was basically like, instead of uh, the, hold on, the mafia didn't fall apart because of law enforcement. It fell apart because of its own, oh, okay. its own issues. Basically, like uh, this little parts of it. I don't want to go into my entire 45-page senior like seminar paper I wrote. That they said, like, after when we got to the week, I was like, oh, it needs to be about 16 to 20 pages. We are going to upload that to the website yeah, after the I'll, episode. Yeah, Brandon's yeah. 40 pages. thesis. Yeah. Well, the thing, like, he says, like, oh, he kept saying it's like 25, 30 pages. I'm like, okay, no problem. I get to 40. I'm like, well, I can cut stuff out. No problem. Yeah, then agree. he says 16 to 20 should be the max. And, it, and it's the week of. And oh, I have no. 45 pages. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding He's me? He's going to think I'm a psychopath. So I, get, I cut it all the way down to 28. Yeah. And I just told him no. I'm not cutting any more of this because there's it loses all cohesion if I cut anything else. Right, right. So it becomes a mess of a paper if I cut anything else. Right, right. He's like, okay, no problem. Like, he was not happy to have to read it. I'm like, should have fucking told us at the beginning of the semester and stuck with it. Yeah, it's kind of I funny. can't remember the guy's name. I got an A on it. Um, but uh, parts of it were like uh, whenever the Italian mafia was building, um, they recruit all these you know poor kids from all these poor neighborhoods. They couldn't read or write or anything like that because they didn't have the opportunity to do anything. Uh, because you know, just they didn't have the access to anything, just being mm-hmm. fresh here off the boat. Yeah. Um. So all those things. You know, eventually, smart kids are smart kids. It doesn't matter if they have school or not. Sometimes. Right. So you know, that's where you get like Lucky Lucianos, who builds a fucking criminal empire that spreads all over the world, basically. Right. You get these people who did all this stuff, but by the '60s, they were still recruiting kids who couldn't read and write. Except now they all had access to it. So now they're just recruiting people who were just dumb. Or who couldn't wow. function in society. Gotcha. So then you have guys like Chin Gigante who are just big meatheads who right. became like one of the leading mob figures. And he was just kind of a doofus. Gotcha. And then you have like John Gotti who had no idea how to keep his fucking mouth shut and not draw attention to himself. Right. Like, and that's why they start falling apart. And then ultimately, like my big thing was um, when I mentioned the JFK thing, like, you know, if it's true, they kill the fucking president. Obviously, that's when all the focus comes on them. And they yeah, can know. Bad because for until, business, like, right? Yeah, bad for business. It's like, you know. But until then, until like, I think like 60, I think it's 61, 60, like 62, the mafia was not an actual known thing. It was a conspiracy theory. 
Right. That there was a criminal underworld that ran all across the country of like like Italian and Irish and Polish, all these criminals who could work together. Mm-hmm. It was not a known thing until I think it was supposed. I th- if I'm thinking correctly, it was Robert Kennedy who actually put it out there that no, this is true. Right. Because J. Edgar Hoover had been denying it for like 20 years. Right. But then Robert F. Kennedy said it, and then the whole thing was like you know, uh, the Kennedys' father ran liquor during Prohibition with right. a lot of these guys that then they basically started You think he had ties to the mob at Oh, he all? did. He, he for sure did. That's for sure. He okay. did have ties to the mob. So right. I believe that they basically got back and said, you know, and then the failed Bay of Pigs mm-hmm. because the biggest crux of my paper was Cuba. Mm-hmm. Whenever the Cuban government fell and Fidel Castro took over Cuba, the mob lost billions of dollars even in 1960s money. It was billions uh, really? of dollars. Yeah, they were making money tax-free, hand over fist in Cuba. Right. Like casinos, everything. They ran everything through Cuba. So, and like, overnight they were just out ov- of Cuba? Yeah, overnight Castro comes in and he basically all of them are out. Right. So they lose all that money. Bay of Pigs had some mafia influence in it. Oh, okay. And I had then, no idea. Yeah, and then um, the Bay of Pigs fails. So mm-hmm. I always feel... The crux of it is one. I think Jack Ruby also had mob ties, and he's right. the one who takes out what's his face, the the shooter. Gotcha. Um, and then let's see. And then yeah, so they decided to get back at JFK for it. Gotcha. And then to cover their tracks, Jack Ruby shoots. Uh, what what's his name? Who's the guy who shot Kennedy? Lee Thank you. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Justin with the yeah. Save. So Jack Ruby comes in and kills Oswald to basically try to cover the tracks. Uh, okay. Yeah. At least that's my theory. I'm into it, man. Yeah. It's been a long time since I read yeah, through a lot of that, yeah, so I might have been a little bit wrong or a little bit off on some details there, but it's been twelve about over 10 years yeah. since I was like deep into it. Right. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun re- writing that paper. That's like a, I wrote all the start 40- of a book right there, man. Yeah. That was the thing. I even said it in my presentation on it that I, if I was ever going to write a book, I was going to mm-hmm. write a book on the mob in Cuba. And that I mean, that's my- a pretty interesting story, honestly. Yeah, because like, you get the idea. Like If you ever watch... The Godfather 2, that's also a crux mm-hmm. of that story, is the mob in Cuba. Right, right. And then Castro takes over, and Michael yeah. kisses Fredo on the mouth, and right. I knew it was you, Fredo. I knew it was you. Brandon, uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna bring up this song before it gets too late. No, Jesus. Uh, what song is this? I can't tell you. You know, I could play it on the Spotify, so everybody can well, hear I'm gonna, it properly. I'm going to bring it up so Justin yeah. can see yeah. what it is. I need to use the bathroom, though. How are we going to do this if I need to use the restroom? Is there a pause function? No, there's no pause function. That's the problem. We can start a new oh, recording really? and I can put them together. I can cut this little part out of me talking about pissing. <laughs> but I got to do it. Yeah, Why you are you showing in that? Let me, let me use I want to. I might be the last person to uh, be know this exists. Have you heard this before? Have you? Do you think Brandon knows about it? He might. I'm hoping. Oh, has he? Oh, God. I was elated when I found out this was a thing. Uh, when it wasn't that long ago was the funny thing. Like somebody showed it to me or played it for me. Yeah. Uh, I will, yeah. I, I it's like 2000. Well, some of these was 2011. There's a 2004 one album. So uh, I think this one was from 2011. I was listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast, and he was like interviewing a stripper. She's like, "What would be your uh, song to strip to?" He's like, oh, William Shatner's common <laughs> common people. I'm like, what the fuck does he mean by that? And I was so excited when I found out that was a real thing. He's got, I mean, he's done. 
is, yeah, it's a few albums. Yeah, yeah. He has like a Christmas album on here I haven't listened yeah. to. But, uh. Are we not recording right now? No, it's recording. Uh, are we? Okay. I'm filling the silence right now. Okay. Brandon, our intrepid podcastier, is using the restroom right now. Oh, it's all good. Have you thought about getting yourself a microphone to uh, chime in? I, I, I've considered it. Yeah. But I don't really have enough to say, and I'm not trying to right. get in. Well, involved. I don't got shit to say either. I can tell you that. That was the worst time ever to have a never-ending stream of peeing. Just please stop oh, peeing. There's so much of it. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Yeah, I was like, geez. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. So I'm, I'm just letting it dribble down my leg at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need the phone, Justin, to play this? Is no. it easier to? So, are you able to? Oh, I don't have a. I don't even have a. I don't even have a phone jack on here. Oh, yeah, I can just it. Okay. Which I guess I'd have to flip on the headphones to listen to it. Oh, I won't play out loud here. Nah, we'll be playing through the headphones. Okay. I, I'm intrigued. James I'm, got me intrigued. I'm probably the last person in the room to know this song yeah. or this person did cover songs of things. Okay. I didn't okay. know if you wanted to play it through that or so everybody else can hear it easier. Yeah, yeah. Don't get the idea. You'll get the idea. See, is this, see, how, uh, see how long it takes you to... Is this Colin Farrell? Oh, okay. That's Shatner. Dude, albums and albums worth of cover songs from uh, Shatner. I'm not surprised actually. It's amazing. He would do. He did just about anything. You know, in between when Star Trek was big in the like 60s to like the 80s, he's in this really bad B movie called. Um, oh God, this song's distracting. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna pause it. <laughs> what was it? Big Mama's. No, he's. T- not Big Mama's house. That's Martin Lawrence. Um, that's definitely not Shatner. Shit, what was that movie called? It was this weird one. Oh, my phone died. I'll have to think of it and say it on Sunday. Big Bad Mama. That's what it was. It's called Big Bad Mama. It was this Southern B movie. It was oh, it was wonderful. Because when he showed up, I'm like, the fuck is William Shatner doing in this movie? Because, you know, I, I watch B-movies and shit like that. I told you about... Brandon watches a lot of B-movies. Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking... Because I'm always... I remember when I decided to watch some... Uh, what do they call them? Sword and Sandals, like Conan the Barbarian movies. Sword and Sandals? Yeah, that's what they're called. I thought it was Sword and Sorcery. No, Sword and Sorcery, yeah. There's also, <laughs> sword and sword, Sandals. Sword and, sandal, sword and Sandals are like Jason and the Argonauts and like... Oh, you're like, shitting me. That's an yeah, actual like thing? In short, yeah, it's like, it's like basically those old Greek movies and stuff oh, like okay. those Greek... Or based on Greek mythology or yeah. Greek uh, stories. Uh, yeah, Sword and Sorcery. Um, the like one... I think I told Conan's you... Conan's being the most famous version of yeah, Sword Conan's and Sorcery probably. Yeah, Conan's the most famous, probably. but the best one is the movie called Sorcerer. And I don't okay. know if I had told you about it or not, but I'm going to explain the entire plot because I spoil everything when I talk about stuff on the show. <laughs> uh, sorcerer, yeah, sor- yeah, sorceress or sorcerer, yeah, sorcerer starts out with like this village being raided by this king who's looking for these uh, for a child that's been prophesized to dethrone him. Right. Um, the Mac- key. It's Macbeth, right? Basically, um, but not nearly as profound. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But the key to the prophecy is that there's a phrase in there because the one that is two. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's one that is two. Right. So he finds this kid that he thinks it is, and he kills the he kills the baby, whatever. Yeah. Turns out it's actually twin girls. Get it? The one that are two. I mean, I don't get it, and, and I get it. Right. But sure. Not great. But at the same time, it's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> they grow up. They're sisters. They bathe together. There's boobs everywhere. It's okay. hilarious because you're just like, this is so random. And then they meet a Viking who's Eric the Red. Um, and then they also meet a dwarf. And then they go to the city or whatever. Um, let's see. They're the one that are two. The, the one that are two. They constantly say that. All over the movie. They don't let you forget. Right. And then they meet, like, this, you know, this uh, con man who lives in the city. He's, like, you know, he's kind of the scuzz bag. He's the sawyer of sorcerer. And then he, they end up getting split up in the scuzz bag, end up sleeping with one of the girls. But the other sister also feels it. So they're in the middle of the field with the Viking, girl, uh, Viking guy, and she falls down and just starts moaning just right in the middle of the field by herself because the other two are having sex. Oh, <laughs> it's God. Awesome. And then they eventually make it to the city at the end they take down the old wizard god guy or whatever and then the scuzz bag comes out with both sisters underneath his arm and the vikings Hell yeah and the vikings like oh you're not going to share with anybody and he's like oh but you forget these are the one that are two. Oh. oh no these are the two that are one it all came then, around then everybody laughs and the credits roll was it a free fr- freeze frame no no they all were just oh, laughing like ha, 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 ha. and then the credits start rolling and it's awesome it's so awesome. And nothing's ever been that good of Nothing all the sense. B-movies. Yeah. Outside of, like, the random, like, monster films I'll sometimes watch, I'll be like, this is not bad. This is pretty funny. Yeah. Like, um... God, you have a higher tolerance for movies yeah, like, like that sometimes than, I, than me. It's all, like, I, I kind of wish I could sit down and watch movies like that. My, but. Like, I used to always like... I always like films where I know they're at least trying to do something good. And, like, even if it's bad, they're at least trying. You know what I mean? Like, like right. the like the no, room, I, the room is the ultimate. The room is the ultimate one because Johnny Wisner or whatever his name is. Have you actually watched that? Yes. Okay. It's, I've watched the Disaster Artist. But I haven't. Yeah, watched I watched the room. that. And I've watched both. Uh, the room. What makes it so endearing is that you know Johnny Wisner is trying his fucking hardest no, to make the best movie agree. of all time. Right. And he thinks he is making the greatest right, movie right. of all time, which is what's so wonderful about right. it. Right. But when like, I watch like a Sharknado Seven or whatever, right. and I know they're just making schlock to make schlock. I like, just like I don't care. If this you're is not ridiculous. if you're not gonna try, then what's my job in this? Yeah, what, I'm supposed to make fun of you. If you're making fun of yourself, then that's no fun making fun of you. Yeah, your show, your movie's not good, so I can't enjoy it in that way. Yeah, it's. But yeah. I agree. You know what pisses me off is you've watched all these shitty movies, but you've never watched The Sopranos. Still, <laughs> no, it's so funny. that's the dumbest there's, thing I've I ever know, heard. So many. I've never watched Breaking Bad. You're talking I've never, about. I've never watched The Wire. I've never watched you're a lot of shows. Talking about that, this two is one shitty movie. Yeah, you haven't watched Breaking Bad, and mm-hmm. that's so weird. I, I, I don't. This, it kind of it's it's pissing me off right now. I watched this one movie where this one girl's sister gets arrested, goes to prison. They force her to take heroin. She dies. That so sounds, she sounds so she goes as on good this, as The Sopranos. She goes on this wild like spree to get herself thrown in prison to take them all out. Right. Max Mom's in it, and she's like the bad prison prison oh, leader. Really? Okay. It's it's pretty great. And then she like murders all of them in the prison, and goes just goes free at the end after oh. murdering like eight people. Yeah. And everybody in the prison knows she just murdered eight people. And at the end, she just gets to walk free. They decided and it's, it's they were awesome. finished filming that movie. Like, I love ah, when the logic holes are just there, and they're just like, well, 
you know, that just works for our movie. Like, I love when that happens sometimes. We're like, well, that doesn't make any goddamn sense, but we're just going with it. <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, so she just literally, like, at the end, she literally, like, gets the shotgun and, like, blows Max Mob away. And then, like I said, then <laughs> poor two, Max Mob. Yeah, then, like, four minutes Whatever later, she's is. literally a free woman just driving away. She's like, she just murdered eight people. She just murdered them. Just because you do it in prison doesn't mean there's like, oh, well, you know, we let that one slide because it's in prison. Prison rules or something. Right. Prison rules, you get nine kills. You only killed eight people, so she's fine. It's probably true. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, it's great. It was like probably like from the 80s. But yeah, there's like so many great TV shows I've never watched. Just, And part of it is because I already know I love them. That's dumb. It's weird. That's and a I, dumb I, reason. I know it's dumb, but for some reason that's part of it. Like I already know Breaking Bad's a wonderful show, and I know I would love it. Mad Men, the same thing. I would absolutely love I, Mad I, Men. I love Mad Men too. But I will that's defend. the whole. That's what keeps me from. I guess it's the unknown quality for me. There's no like high, like a high risk, high reward. Yeah, it's like, oh, am I gonna, am I actually gonna like this or not? I already know right. I'm gonna like it because right. I like so many of the people involved. Or I like. It's that. like best case scenario. It's going to. L- live up to the expectations yeah. it's not going to exceed them because of you know mm-hmm. blah 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 expectations are too high right you but, watch a fucking movie about a monster yeah, thingy I have, i'm hoping your it's expectations be, might be exceeded yeah i'm like i might watch this I'm like you know what i'm actually enjoying watching this because there's a lot of them i watch i'm like and i'll shut it off halfway through i'm like this is bad this sucks right um there's one called the arena it's got pam greer in it uh, she was in Jackie Brown. She was in uh, mm. was it? Oh shit! What's the what's the big movie she was in in the seventies? Oh shit! I like Jackie Brown. Um, it's not Foxy Brown. Shit! Come on, Justin. Pam Greer, G R I E R. Is she related to Judy Greer? No, 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 no. no just curious. Not even close. Right. You see her, you're like, nope, not even close. She's an African American. <laughs> so she's definitely okay. not Judy Greer. <laughs> Uh, it'd be like the late seventies. This is a black exploitation film, so kind of like Superfly and all those movies. Coffee. Yeah, coffee. Okay. Yeah, she was I, in those. I've heard, I've heard a movie of called coffee, The Arena, yeah. and there's like a scene where like it's not supposed to be sexual assault, but it kind of is, and they linger on a lot of the dude's faces where it's like this is super fucking creepy and odd, and like some dude who really enjoyed like probably got off and stuff like that right. is directing it. Yeah. And like all these dudes, like yeah, and it's like he keeps focusing on their faces. And you're like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and like I'm like, this is not like. It's like somebody's enjoying like, this schlock, too much. There's schlock, and then there's also just like this gross nonsense that like what I loved about like Sorcerer and some other of those uh, sword and sorcery movies is that it's the idea that horny perverted dudes had of what feminism was like see all these women are doing these badass things right but ultimately the dudes always came in and saved them because they actually couldn't do anything right and also they did it all in skimpy outfits so it's like this weirdly warped idea that this some horny perverted dude in the 80s thought would be oh see women are heroes but they still needed the dudes in the end so it's like it's this really hilarious like kind of thematic battle going on too when you watch some of it it's like it's stupid it is funny. I this is weird, but I've never watched Star Trek in my life. I've never watched it either. Just yesterday I started watching I think because of this fucking William Shatner <laughs> album. Everybody listening to the podcast needs to stop listening to the podcast right now and never say that, Jake. Listen to William Shatner's uh cover albums <laughs> instead. Get anyway, them on vinyl. Send them to me for Christmas. Send them to me, yeah. Somebody. Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, but even on the first few episodes of Star Trek, like this is supposed to be like an advanced society of humans that Mm -hmm. have completely surpassed all of the hangups we have right now. 
like racism, sexism, and all this stuff. But even then, this thing's made in the '60s. Yeah, like the first sec- or second episode, this they find this chick on an alien planet, and the whole time you find out they just think she's beautiful, but there's actually like some mind control <laughs> shit going on where she's actually disfigured. Her face is. Yeah, and she chooses to stay on this planet instead of rejoining human society so she can stay beautiful <laughs> instead of like just being slightly disfigured in the face. Yeah. And it's like, it seems so backwards watching it too. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh. Like she doesn't look that bad. I yeah. mean, she can, <laughs> yeah. you'd, you'd be all right. Still everybody be fine with that. She's like, nah, I look prettier on this planet by myself with yeah. all these aliens. <laughs> it's fine. I always like that stuff. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I never watched Star Trek. I never got into it. I just never cared. I don't well, know. It just never. It never appealed to me for some. I reason. watched the or the, the real reason I started watching it. Oh yeah. The, or, the only, I guess the only thing is also for me since you brought up the Orville. The other thing that's close is uh, the Tim Allen movie, uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy. That's supposed yeah. to be one of the best Star Trek movies, even though it's not Star Trek. I like Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I absolutely like, love it. I like Galaxy. I don't like Spaceballs though. Oh, I love Spaceballs. Spaceballs all puns. Yeah, it is. Is that the one where the whole joke is like, what's the asshole joke when they're in the desert? Isn't there like they're combing through the desert? Yeah, they like comb through the desert, and then they have the whole, they actually have a comb a going through the, the giant yeah, comb. Then there's a joke like, <laughs> oh, there's like some pun joke about like, oh, I'm surrounded by assholes because people's name is asshole or oh, something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's not even a joke. Yeah. It's comb- definitely it's definitely a weaker comb, comb through the desert and there's actual combs going through the desert. I'm like, that's not a joke either. That's just a thing that's happening. I think it's funny. Though. It's not funny at all. Oh my god! Because people say comb I the disagree. desert, you don't think of that, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's a giant comb going through you the desert. You don't think about it because it's dumb. <laughs> oh my god! I hate punny. See, Do that's you, the type have of. You, I, so have you watched anything Mel Brooks? Because a lot of Mel Brooks. I love Young like Frankenstein. That. Young Frankenstein's great. Yeah, Play, I, mean, I just watched Blazing Saddles a couple weeks ago. Blazing Saddles is beautiful. Blazing Saddles is pretty funny. Yeah. Is there two Blazing Saddles? I don't think so. No. No, 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 no. There's if, not. Okay. If there was, there was some knockoff. Two. I've watched yeah. the first one. But, or, well, the then there's one, History probably. of the World Part 1. And then uh, I think it's Spaceballs after that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah and he also made The Producers, which was... See, I've I only, think that was before Young Frank I've only watched the two Mel Brooks movie, I suppose. Yeah, yeah then... Uh, God. He's still alive. Yeah. Are they? History of the World Part 2? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Is he is Mel Brooks making? Did that rely on like current events? No, it was basically it started from when uh, man, the dawn of man, all the way to. I haven't watched it so damn long. It goes all the way through like the Middle okay. Ages, but it follows like the same characters that's like, through the whole like history of stuff. Brandon, can you check for snow for me? I'm just kind of curious. Nah. Any snow outside? Well, it's dark. Oh goddamn, it's dark. Yeah. Probably. Just curious. It's up past the window. That's why Sarah. I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, probably the most snowfall we've had this year so far, which isn't saying much since it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, if technically you talk about January and February for this year, too. Brandon, shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm just saying, technically, if you want to say this year, 2022, January, February, you're going to go back to the weatherman. This is why nobody likes you. <laughs> this is why I do a podcast because of pun- time. Because of puns and... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> correcting 40, people i've done 43 episodes by myself and two episodes with people i feel like people might prefer you being by yourself on a podcast i think it's cool to have a guest every once in a while yeah, I, I know so. podcasts that i listen to i get bummed out when someone has a guest half the time yeah like when bill burr has a guest 
I just skip it half the time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear you interviewing somebody. Yeah. I want to hear all your... That's like, that's usually my, that's actually like weird. Cause you know, I listen to, I'll listen to Burr sometimes and I'll listen to Mark Maron. Mark Maron always has guests on. Right. But usually my favorite things are when the first 15 minutes when he's by himself. Right. Exactly. And then it's always dependent on the guests. You know, he had Sam, like on my birthday, he released episode with Sam Rockwell, which was just right up my alley. Cause I love both those dudes, which I just watched the bad guys, the animated movie they did together like last year. Oh no! I, I liked I, it a lot, and I—I I don't know. Yeah. There's sometimes where I just give soft spots to people I love. Yeah, like yeah. I'll probably watch the new Poltergeist with Sam Rockwell that came out like six years ago that I forgot ever existed. Oh yeah, I'll probably I didn't watch, watch it, it, enjoy it enough just because Sam Rockwell's. In it. yeah, it's just yeah. like the uh, what's it called, uh, Mr. Nice Guy, with Sam Rockwell and uh, Anna Kendrick, where he's the assassin oh. and she, you know, whatever. Oh, I did. Watch like, you know, that. it's kind of a straight. It's a it's a fun little movie. Mm-hmm. That I like a lot more just because Sam Rockwell's involved. No, you know I'm thinking of the Tom Hardy movie where they're the assassins. Oh, where they're assassins. The, yeah, I don't like, know why my ones. mind went to the, there. Yeah, I can't remember that. That came out like 10 years ago, though. Yeah, it did. Jeez. 10 years ago, man. Back when Tom Hardy could speak English before he just mumbled everything. Yeah, where he just started doing accents all the time. That's his thing. And when and does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments. Yeah. And he wins. Just, I say he just won, man. <laughs> yeah, and he wins. So That's good for awesome. him, yeah. A real badass. Real badass man. Yeah. Now he can fight Tom Cruise for the best Tom. Nah, Tom Cruise would win. Yeah. I did, like, uh, I think, like, episode two, I did the deep dive of uh, the new Top Gun movie whenever me, you, and Marta went and watched oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So much better than it had any right to be. Dude, it was an amazing movie. It was. It was just so fucking good. It, uh, yeah, it took itself serious, which yeah. was important. I was and afraid. It didn't over-rely on the first one. No, nah, just perfect amount. Yeah. Yeah. It brought in Iceman, just the perfect amount. I yeah. thought that was beautiful, the way they handled that. Yeah. And uh, fucking fighter jets, man. It's yep. exciting stuff. The only thing that would have made it better is Tom Jane was in it somehow. Yeah. Because I love myself some Tom Jane. I just watched The Mist. Dude, I can't rewatch that movie. You're I a masochist. <laughs> well, I watched it. Just well, That's I, a rough I, one, I've been man. Talk, I've, I've been watching Red Letter Media. Yeah. Um, YouTube, they do like a whole bunch of movie reviews. Yeah, and, yeah. And like, I, I agree with them on a lot of things. Like, um, I've been feeling like uh, I used to always say Haunting Hill House was the best Mike Flanagan show, and now I'm dead set. Midnight Mass is so it's, good. It's Midnight Mass. Man, like, yeah, they're I, bo- they're both so good. Midnight Mass is more consistent throughout. Yeah, it's like it's just it. I literally feel Midnight Mass is perfection from second one to the final. Second. Oh man, and I I agree with you. I guess yeah. I love Haunting a Hill House too. Yeah, Haunting the Hill House. It's pretty. As slow as all of his shows are, Haunting mm-hmm. a Hill House gets a little boring in parts. Yeah, as I said, I always feel like also the last episode doesn't quite do it. I'm not sure exactly what it is that's missing. It's yeah. like there's one, there's an element that's just missing out of it, and I don't know what it the is. The whole reveal with the mom is pretty good. Yeah, like everything's good. It's, yeah, like it's, it's a good episode, yeah. but I don't know. But Midnight Mass is perfect. There's a reason why I bought the fucking soundtrack on vinyl. It's just wonderful. And like I said, there's so many great conversations. Like I said, that I just talked about on the podcast, like maybe last week, the week before. Mm-hmm. The moment when Riley lets the sun rise and he opens his eyes and the girl's sitting in the boat with him. Dude, I that think... That moment of where he forgives himself is so beautiful. I, bet I, 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 I legit cry every time. I bet I think about that about once a month. Yeah. Just that my... I didn't catch on right away about what yeah. was happening. And, yeah. And she's thinking he brought him out yeah, but when he's there to kill her, and yeah. then right before it happens, I realize like, oh shit, that's yeah. not why he brought her out there. Because yeah, I'm thinking like he, he said, because he says it's like you brought me out here right. where I had nowhere to go. Then he says, 
I brought you out here because I have nowhere to go. Right. An amazing line. That's when I'm like, oh, shit. I know what he's doing. Right. And then, like I said, that moment where, like, he opens eyes and the girl he killed is sitting there. The foreshadowing is so beautiful. Like I said. Him falling asleep every night, seeing the face of this girl with glass embedded in her face. Yeah, and asphalt and all. Yeah. 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 Sirens reflecting off this light. Yeah. So. Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, and like it's like everybody has their moment too. Like mm-hmm. every single actor has a moment in that show yeah. that is perfect for them. Yeah. Like even Henry Thomas, who I did not give a shit about in uh, Bly Manor. Yeah, which one's he? He's the dad in Hill House, the flashback oh, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the dad in Midnight Mass as well. Right, right. Um, I didn't give a shit about him in Bly, Bly Manor. I thought his English accent He's such was... an awkward character. Yeah, in Bly Manor, it's what's like... It he, is, what like is his to accent? To do his English accent, he has to like overact to do everything. Really, that's, yeah. That, that's how it feels, at least. Yeah. Um, but in Midnight Mass, he has this moment where he gets to tell him, you know, he, he feels like the reason Riley got beaten, like, got drunk and ended up killing that girl is because, you know, he did something wrong himself and he right. just wants forgiveness for himself for it and whatever. Right. Like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. You know, that's the way a lot of dads feel when their sons fuck up. And, you know, it's, it's like a really great human moment. Right. Um, and then so many, like, uh, when they walk in on, uh, after the priest accidentally kill or kills the town drunk, Mm-hmm. And like they walk in, they see the body, and the mayor's like, "What did you do?" And like he starts getting mad, and like the zealot just comes up, she slaps him in the face, and just starts spouting scripture. I'm like, Jesus, God, she's such like, a good bad guy. I know she's so great. Oh, like God. how she always had some form of scripture to justify yeah, everything. Man. You could just see the mania in her face. Too. Yeah, and like you know, because Riley says like questions it, and he's like, "Oh, how's this playing to your God?" And she starts just quoting oh, revelations. Yeah. I'm like, that's man, that. That's a, that's a real sense of evil we see in the world. Like, people just justify really out there fucking things through scripture. And you're just like, that's, yeah, that's some, not just a character. That's a real thing that happens in the some world. Some scary stuff, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, man. But, yeah, there's so many beautiful things. Like, that whole what we happen when we die conversation that they have. Where it's just the two God, extended monologues yeah. back to back. Yeah, yeah. They turn that into something beautiful. Yeah. When he takes off the, uh, is it called a priest collar? Yeah. What, what's, is that what it's actually called? Uh, there's another term for it, but yeah, I, okay. I always refer to it as the collar. When he's takes that off at one of the last scenes, yep. I cried a little bit during that as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Where he just realizes he really just regrets not being with her so much. That's yep. what this was all about. Mm-hmm. Just getting another chance. And one of my favorite things is when, um, uh, the zealot, I always forget her name. She keeps saying, uh, she decides that, She's going to decide who gets to be in the bunkhouse or whatever and survive mm-hmm. before they go out and take over the world or whatever. And she's sending that one guy away. He's like, oh, you know, you miss mass. And she's making that decision. Right. And the priest is like, no, you can, you're coming to the church. Like, if this is not a house of God, then what is this? Like, you know, what is this or whatever? I can't right. remember exactly what it says. I'm like, fuck yeah. Because he's like, what if, like, basically he's realizing, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> right, right. Because he's at base a good person. Yeah. Just made some uh, yeah. small mistakes. Yep. He's blinded by... I don't, I don't even know, not so much his faith, but just, I don't know, his interpretation. And then yeah. then having the ability to go back and maybe right wrongs is blinding him. And yeah. he's realizing, oh shit, writing these wrongs. And are, needing yeah. a sense of meaning as well. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Like it's a good it, one. I, it's one I'm, I, like, I, when I watched it, I watched, I think, like, four episodes the first night and three episodes the next night. Oh, now nice. when I watch, I literally just take my time and watch Seven eight, episodes I, total? I, yeah, there's seven. I just watch one episode every single time. Like, I'm not going to watch three at once it's like i need to mm-hmm. sit down and just watch all of it is the fall of the house of usher is that 
this coming October? I'm not sure know? if it's October. It might be spring even. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I can't remember. Midnight Club was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I think it was a little bit better than Bly Manor. Um, yeah, Bly Manor was a... Bly Manor just gets really bogged down in its story in the second half of that show. The flashbacks felt like it lasted ten years, too. Mm. When they See, I, I really like the episode where they explain who the lady in the lake is. Right. I think it's a great episode. It's a good explanation. Like yeah, The whole great. lore behind it's satisfying. Yeah. Just but then there was like... It did, but the second half of that show just felt so bogged down, and I'm yeah. like, kind of get to it already. I don't know. And the main... The girls' relationship wasn't... It yeah. felt like they didn't have much chemistry, either. I didn't really yeah. buy that too much. Yeah. And then I, I talked about it. Um, she throws the her dead boyfriend's son, the glasses into the fire, and then he's still standing there. He's like, "Well, I guess it's you and me forever." And then you never see him again. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, unless I like, unless I just keep no, forgetting the scene. I think I remember that annoying me too. It's yeah, been I'm a like, cu- uh, been a couple years. Yeah, I'm but... like, what happened to him? It felt like there was this, like they just like, oh shit, we forgot like. I don't know if Flanagan got to the end. It's like, oh, shit, I forgot to do something. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, what is, hopefully nobody gives a shit. That's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the headline that his main thing he would oh, want to do? Oh, the Dark Tower? Yeah, the Dark Tower. Oh, that'd be God. great. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. They should just get him to do the Dark Tower and the stand together. Just oh. a two-in-one deal. Don't get me started about the fucking stand, <laughs> man. You only watched, like, one episode, right? I watched two. The two. first episode wasn't bad. I watched mm. half the second episode. First episode's great because Hamish Linklater shows up. That's it. That's for me. Well, oh, really? I, you know, I thought it was a good setup and everything. Everything sets up. I, man, I don't know. Everything about it is wrong. Yeah, I haven't, everything. Read, I haven't read the book, so yeah. I have no... It's my favorite. I literally have it sitting right there on yeah, the Yeah, I noticed that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my favorite book. Yeah. And like this, everything is wrong. And like I said, uh, I ran it on in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I'll say it again. There's a scene with um, one of the – I can't remember who her character is in the book. Um, but they – they you know, whatever. She's uh, sitting there, and they have the plan for her to go into Las Vegas to infiltrate the enemy and all this stuff. And she sits there, and she explains to him how stupid of an idea this all is. So you want me to trek across a barren wasteland through the desert to infiltrate this evil army trolled by the devil himself and all this stuff? And I think it's like, when do I begin? I'm like, Jesus. what the? F- mm! Gimli, makes me so mad. Gimli already did those much better. Yeah, you can't top Gimli. Yeah, Gimli does that, and I even sometimes get annoyed with that. I always hate when a serious do you, movie does stuff. Do like you that. hate how Gimli became a joke character in a Lord bit. of the Rings? He used a regression. That never character. bothered me. Yeah. Also, I think it's the still only counts as one. It's my biggest issue, and it's the burping in one of the scenes. He burp. It's uh, so I, he, I like love... it's like a serious scene, and he drinks and he burps. I'm just like, what the fuck is this about? Right, right. Like why? It's, like you take it out, nothing changes in this movie. Right. All it is is for somebody to chuckle at. Yeah. Like I don't know, like because that was like Christopher Tolkien's biggest issue was Mary and Pippin are just joke characters. I'm like, well, they mm-hmm. kind of are, and they develop into characters who mm-hmm. stand up and fight. I mean, they're first ones to run after Aragorn when the goddamn yeah, when he works, charges the line. I think it works really well that yeah. they're but like Gimli's just the exact kids. Yeah, but then Gimli's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Like he like you know Mary right. and Pippin grow into these characters who are brave and you know willing to run into it. And Gimli's like this brave kind of dwarf warrior mm-hmm. who then turns into this guy who just cracks jokes the entire fucking movie. 
I don't think he cracks that many jokes though. Like this, but he's always the one who does. That's like three jokes total in the like, movies. I feel well, like though, it gets so the, few and far between. That still only counts as one. Is the I think, egregious one the burp? I don't think that's that bad. No, uh, I don't like it. I think I, in his. Oh, well, I hate the whole. I hate I, that whole sequence. Well, yeah. I hate the whole climbing the elephant and then you know doing a three sixty McTwist well, down the trunk. I think it's stupid. I feel like you're. It, doesn't look good Your either. Opinion's kind of wrong here. That's no, I don't think I'm wrong at all. It's, and in it's, it's made for teenagers to go, wow. That's when I watched it. I was like 12. Was I did amazing. too. But now I watch it now. I'm like, if you were taking it out, Brandon at 12 would still would have been like, wow. Yeah. This is awesome. Like, you know, it, it's, just, it's just there to keep the kids entertained. Right. At least in my mind. Yeah. And then the still only, I just, I don't know. I just don't like that whole sequence. Oh, uh, yeah. See, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And then, like, because in the second one, he has the toss me scene where he's, you know, he tells Aragorn to throw him onto the ramp. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, don't tell the elf. That works because mm -hmm. you have the whole thing in the first movie where he's right. like, you know, nobody tosses a dwarf. Right. And, you know, at this point, he realizes, you no, know, he needs to put away his dwarven pride mm -hmm. and, you know, do what's best for everybody. And he needs to get there and buy him time. So right. he's willing to sacrifice his pride. Right. That works as a character moment for me whereas this still only counts as one yeah they have the whole little duel thing in the second movie i think in his mind that's not even a joke though yeah He's so just the, saying that's i guess my problem there isn't so much gimli mm. it's just that whole sequence of yeah. the i don't know i think it just it just kind of is a moment that i don't like at all when i watch it it's the one problem in the whole trilogy really everything else is still pretty much perfect yeah and it drives me up the fucking wall. It's yeah. just how also it's how bad the CGI has aged. That's the worst CGI in the movie for yeah. sure. That's a rough one to see. Yeah, there's like that. Then there's I've noticed since I got the 4K and it looks phenomenal. 4K mm -hmm. when they run out of Moria mm -hmm. after Gandalf falls, it looks so bad. It's weird how bad it looks. Yeah, it looks like a whole bunch Does it, of doesn't it zoom out? Kind it's kind of like it's like zoomed out, but they're like they're they're like characters are like weirdly big for the thing. I don't know. It's just like it's yeah, not properly ratioed or something. About. It looks so odd now. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but I did watch. Um, I watched some VX guys like reacting to it, and it's like how it's like twenty years on since the movies, and uh, how funny. some of it is still just incredible. Mm -hmm. Mostly, it's all about the Gollum stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. it's absolutely Gollum still, mostly looks really good. Yeah, still. it's absolutely it was like it, they say they can point out certain things that aren't right, like when he's splashing through the creek. Yeah, like there's certain times where a splash has happened, and like he has no arm or anything like that in that area. Right, right. So they didn't like quite get it right a hundred percent, but they're like it still doesn't fucking matter. And, like right. it's so it's perfect, and like yeah. especially when they have him zoomed in on his face, and they say the muscle twitching, and uh, how he's actually yeah. speaking, and how perfect it actually is, and how right. realistic it is. It's just yeah, they say it's it's incredible, and it God, still is like such good casting for Gollum. I know. What's and, what's his name? Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah. And then I, um, I can't imagine somebody doing as good of a job as him. Yeah. Then uh, what was it? What was I gonna say? Oh, then I watched the Ho all the Hobbits. I officially watched all the Hobbits. I've watched them all. I never watched the third one. Yeah. Like, all the way yeah. through, and I finally did. Yeah. The first one's not bad. It's just overlong. I thought the first one was good. Yeah, I was like, excited for the second movie after I watched the yeah, first like, one. Yeah, like I said, like, like, the right, first is pretty solid. The first one you can cut out like an hour, and it'd be yeah, for basically sure. the same movie, and it'd be much better. Oh, yeah, easily. Like I said, it's good, but then the second one... Mm. Where does the first movie end? Is that the when first movie on the cliff? Yeah, on the, the cliff. White, with the, the white CGI work is like attacking them. Yeah, the fire, and then the eagle show up. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 okay. Then there's... I remember watching it, and like... They go through the river in the second one where they're in the barrels. Or is that in the third one? No, it's in the second one. Second one. Yeah. And That's then there's the, the weird go like the GoPro shots that randomly intertwine throughout the whole thing. Right. I'm like, what? I'm like, 
it was so jarring. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then Bomber has his damn moment where he's the you know in the barrel when he's just not, uh, Legolas is just poking his head out randomly. Yes. What? Oh, why the fuck are you uh, in this movie? That's oh, so bad. The second and third one are not good at all. It makes yeah. me mad. Makes me really mad. <laughs> oh shit. What time is it? Oh, shit. What's the record? Can we go for it? We're way past the record. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm happy. Me and Lauren were the record. It was a half hour ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've I been like going, it. man. Oh. You got something else you want to get off your chest? I don't think so, dude. I think we've done it all here. I think we've talked about a lot of things. We always leave more on the table for the next time. That's true. That's always the, that's the key is the next time. That's true. Uh, well. We'll get, we'll get Marta on here. I'll be your handler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to like you know go get her like water and all that stuff. She she is a pampered princess. No, Oof, she'd beat the shit out of me if she heard me she say that. She would. She would punch me. Sure. I would. I could legitimately try to fight Mar and she'd kick my ass. She probably would, man. Yeah, she would beat the shit out of me. She uh... and I would fight back a hundred percent, and she would put me down. <laughs> I've heard you can't throw a punch. I heard your well, I would, would disintegrate. I would, I would train. I would train <laughs> for this. Oh, this and is with would, training. Yeah, I would even train, yeah. and she'd beat my ass. She does like to refer to herself as a hoss. Even though she weighs, <laughs> she she's about this big. But. Oh, the Grundies! I had Thanksgiving dinner with the Grundies yeah, once. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was a good time. You going down to your parents' house for Thanksgiving this yeah, year? Yeah, it's the plan. I think I am too. Yeah, I'm gonna go down the Wednesday. I'll probably go hang out at. I'll go see Lauren. Nice. Swing through Frankenstein's for a second. Podcast some, legend. Yeah, that's what. Uh, What's Lauren's last name? Keller. Lauren Keller. Midnight Keller, man. Midnight Keller. LL Cool K. Hello. Um, <laughs> the killer from Lucasvilla. That was his boxing name, as uh, he tells as he tells me. Is he from Lucasville? Yeah, that's where uh, he's originally okay. from. Is Lucasville? The killer from Lucasville. Like, he told me that. I'm like, why did you tell me that, Lauren? Because it's brilliant. I'll never look at you the same again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never hear anything as great. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> you got to prepare somebody for the moment when the greatest moment of their life is about to happen. Brandon, sit down. And like, I when have you something to tell you. Yeah, my nickname when I was a boxer. Was the killer from Lucas Villa? <laughs> just break down crying. Why didn't you tell me before? Yeah, yeah. This could have brought me so much happiness. Oh man, I don't know. Well, Jake, thank you for coming up today. Absolutely. Um, thank you also here. for moving this piano with me. I know I didn't tell you that's what we was going to do after the podcast. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a smart guy, I guess. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to plug? I didn't ask Lauren if you had anything to plug. Do you have a book or anything coming out or anything like that? Uh, is it too late to tell people to vote? That happened already, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I we, guess I have nothing there. Well, I mean, I mean, I, parent, I don't know. You know, uh, Democrats are allowed to vote whenever they want. Yeah. It, until yeah. they win. It basically, you have any, that's how it works. If is you it, have any recently dead relatives, make sure they vote a Democrat. vote twice. <laughs> Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Make sure they vote Democrat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, man. Uh, yeah, we'll do this again at some point. Um, yeah, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back Sunday with three songs. I have my theme songs this week of uh, 90s female power country. So it's going to be three uh, great songs. I've already got two of them picked out. I'm still uh, excited on the third one. And we'll be back some other random shit. Um, I'll figure it all out. We'll figure it out together, man. Good times, great times, wonderful times. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Um, what else do I usually say? If you like what you heard, spread the good word. Yeah, see you guys later. Have a good rest of your day. I like it, man.